And welcome to a Thursday, a.k.a. Friday Eve edition of The Arnie State Show. I hope that you're doing good this morning. I got to tell you, I woke up this morning. <clears throat> my stomach was killing me. I had to take my nausea medicine, and that didn't even really help. I mean, it, today's Thursday, which means... Going to Bucky. <laughs> Bucky! Florida has Disney World. We have Bucky. And, and, and usually, you know, my Bucky's trip consists of going to get my weekly snuff. And maybe, I don't know, one of their delicious breakfast burritos. Maybe I stop off at McDonald's and get something. But no, no, today's stomach was like, nope, get home. Got home. Did some business to clear out my stomach. Stomach's still upset, but that's okay. We'll get through it. I promise you we'll get through it. We're going to get to the good mornings, and then we're going to get to what's probably setting my stomach off. But we'll get to that in just a minute. I promise. I promise you we will get to it because, yeah, yeah, I think we're going scorched earth this morning. Yeah, we got to go scorched earth on something. Sorry about that, but it's happening. First one here today. Adam J. Buenos dias, amigo. How are things down in Mexico? I hope you're doing well, my friend. By the way, it is Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy Day, too, as well. Uh, the good Darren. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. This is good morning, ass family. Happy Joe Murphy Day, indeed. Mr. J says good morning, Arnie. Well, good morning to you, Mr. J. Hey, yo. Ah, uh, Gold says good morning, assholes. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. Chazman, my brother, how are you, my friend? He says, good morning, ass family. One more day till Friday. What sets today apart is always entertaining Joe Murphy. Have a great Friday Eve, everyone. You as well, my friend. Colin says, morning, everyone. Well, good morning, sir. Oh, I love trash. Trash Panda in the house. He says, good morning, ass family, with the hook'em horns up there. If you don't chew Big Red, then f*** you. Yeah, Battleborn. Says, good morning, ass family. I missed you yesterday, but duty called. I did my job. Fucking rain and wind uprooted trees. Busy day, to say the least. A massive oak fell across the county road. Holy shit, that's fucking huge. Good Lord, you got a real, you got a big man job. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, uh, the only bratty kid is in the house. I'd rather be kissed by a snag or two jackass. No, okay, I mean, we, we could make that happen, I guess. Uh, uh-oh, looky there, it's Hangtown Jen. She's giving the, the devil horns and morning ass family. Well, good morning, Hangtown Jen. It is now time for another poop word of the day. Today, instead of saying you're going to go take a poop, just say you're going to go do a solid. There you go. You're going to go do a solid. That sounds like you're doing really nice things for people. Stinkfist says, good morning ass. Just bought tickets to opening day for football. I'm heading to Pittsburgh to watch my Niners smack the shit out of my wife's Steelers. Wow. Steelers-Niners, first game of the season. Interesting. Boy, I, I, I don't know which... Man, that's a, that's a good game. Because I, I don't know how good either team's going to be this year. I mean, the Cowboys are going to get my hopes up. This is the way the NFL goes. Cowboys are going to get my hopes up. 
and then they're going to kick me in the balls, and then I realize, oh, that's right, Dak Prescott's my quarterback. We're never going to win a Super Bowl with him. So, yeah, that, that's what I have going for me. Exciting stuff. Hook them horns. Becca! Ah, Becca. Derek says, good morning, ass family. It's Friday Eve. Let's do this. Becca! Uh, Mr. J says, the ass show has fully engulfed my subconscious. Played around round of golf yesterday. One of my friends who's Asian duffed a 10-yard shot in the green, and without even thinking, I yelled, Green's off limits to Ching Chong's. Slides oh. off limits to Ching Chong's. Oh, that is fucking hilarious. Oh, my God, that's good. Free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty. We are free at last. Sanchez family says, ahoy. Stinkfist says, oh, scorched earth is very entertaining and informative. Oh, it will be very, very informative. How long have I been on anesthesia? Remy, good morning to you. It's going to be hot today. Don't get me started early. Oh, my God. Notorious Rev says, good morning, all. And Triple T in the house. How come I don't have anything for Triple T? Well, that, 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 that's, you know what, that's a misguidance by me. I got to have something for Triple T. Uh, hold on a second here. Let, let me look in here. Um, no, no. You know what? Triple T. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. That's it. That's your new one there. People you, know me. Yeah. Triple T, you're getting that one right there. That one's a big one. I don't know how to put mm-hmm. this, but I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. <laughs> hey, Townshen says he can have my shit sound. <laughs> Jen, that's yours. That's yours. You, 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 you were one of the first. You're one of the OGs. Kale says, uh, good morning, all. All right. <clears throat> so, and yes, I have tobacco in my mouth because, well, I'm 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 just I'm I'm tired. I'm tired of the weaklings in our society. I'm tired of the pussies in our world. I'm tired of all kinds of stuff. Okay, including but not limited to the fucking weather. Okay, so yesterday, sitting in my recliner, recliner, and the news comes on, and I like to party. So I watch the local news at 5 o'clock. The lead story is the heat in Texas. And they go on to tell us about these volunteers that are, oh, they have to be careful because they have to drink so much water. And I'm sitting there, and it's getting me worked up. I'm literally getting worked up in the chair because I'm, I'm, I'm so fed up with this. And the meteorologist girl in her little tight outfit comes on TV and she starts talking about, oh, the heat index and how hot it feels if you're working outside. If you're doing that, you're doing this. And then it hits me right in the face. Just, I I, I mean, it can't be more than... In the face! Yes. In the face! It hits me right in the face. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Uh, Good morning there, uh, Cowboys girl. I hope that you are doing well this morning. I'm sitting there, and I'm like, wait a second. And and, and then they showed this old woman. 
right? And she lives in this house. These volunteers are taking her shit. And she lives in the house. And they take her a box fan. Like a box fan is going to cool down the house. But she has two, not one, but two in this small little house. Two wall units that are air conditioners. And this house is a one-bedroom house. Okay? Oh, she's barely surviving. She's barely surviving. Now, why is she barely surviving? Because it's so hot? I'm here to tell you something, people. You know what? Since, since everybody needs to know this, we need to do this properly. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Uh, new surveys release that the months between, the, the, the days between May 1st and I'll say September 28th. The state of Texas is hot. I, I, I know. I know. It's crazy, isn't it? Isn't it insane to say that from May until the end of September, Texas is hot. Wiener's the size of a Tic Tac. That's Oski. why my breast ball's so good. Oski, good morning, my friend. It's hot. It has always been hot, and it will always be. Be hot, no matter what, until the end of days, May 1st to September 28th, it's going to be hot as fucking balls in the great state of Texas. There's no ifs, there's no ands, and there's no buts about it. It's fucking hot. And by the way, for all the morons out there, it's that way across the entire south part of the country. It's called summer. Let me tell that little old lady something who lived in a house with two air conditioning units in a one-bedroom house. Some of us were lucky enough to have a three-bedroom house, and we had two units but one was in the master bedroom where the door was closed and one was in the living room nowhere near Arnie's fucking room. And looky here, I'm here 50 fucking years later. God all fucking mighty. I swear to you, and they, they, they go on the news and they try to scare the shit out of you. Oh, the heat index. The fucking what? The heat index because somebody, some foreigner probably, figured out how to add the temperature up with the humidity to make it. It feels fucking hot. That's how it feels. There's no difference between 108 and 118. It's fucking hot. There's dry, look, look, I don't care if it's dry heat, if it's fucking wet heat, I don't give a shit. It's hot. It's like going to Las Vegas. Oh my God, it's so hot in Vegas. You're in a fucking desert in the middle of summer. What did you think it was going to be? What do you think Rudolph is going to fly by? 
for fuck's sake. Swoosh, good morning. Since we're talking weather, this is Hangtown Gin. Why is it uh, always here? Yeah, but it's a dry heat. If it's a dry heat, it's not hot. I never understood it until I moved to the humid south. What southerners are too polite to say is, yeah, but we're hot and moist. Our heat is like (laughs) a 500-pound teenage girl watching (laughs) gyrating to the Backstreet Boys. Oh, yeah. The whole dry heat versus wet. Look, look, yeah. Hot is hot, and, and, and it's not going to change anytime soon. Next year, we are not going to have a cool-down wave to where the high temperature in Dallas for the summer is 78 degrees. It doesn't work that way. You see, it's hot. And, and this is how we're such fucking pussies about it. In 1980. I remember it, 1980, the heat wave of 1980. They sold T-shirts, T-shirts that said, I survived the Texas heat wave of 1980. We used to make a joke out of it. The high temperature in Texas in Dallas that year was 113 degrees. We didn't have a fucking heat index in. So that meant it was like 130,000 degrees. It was like you were set on fire. We had 69 days that summer over 100 degrees, including a run of 31 straight days. 31, and that was, that was 43 years ago. So to come on the news and go, oh, my God, the heat continues. Oh, it's dangerous heat. It's dangerous. When did it become dangerous? Did it get armed? I swear to Christ, the way they try to make people panic on television is hysterical and maddening at the same fucking time. Record heat is causing death. In 1980, the heat wave of 1980, uh, it cost 1,700 lives in America. 1,700. Can you imagine if 1,700 people died during the summer? We would set the National Guard up against the fucking summer. That's how goddamn stupid we are. It's like an exceptionally deadly gun. (laughs) I just can't do it, people. I can't put up with the dumbness anymore. They have so many different ways to keep you outside or keep you from going outside. Why doesn't the government just come up and say, we just want you to stay in your houses, okay? Just stay in your houses and watch the propaganda that we play for you on a nightly basis. The UV index. Oh, you can't go outside. The UV index is too bad. What the fuck is that? For four summers in a row, I slapped baby oil on my skin and protected, hungover, protected people in swimming pools. 
Nobody ever died on my watch, so I did a good job. And I don't have skin cancer. I probably do. If you were to lapse one mole off me, it probably has some bad things in there, but I'm still standing. Oh, my God, you have to slather up, and, oh, you have to wear... I remember a day. I... You know who else does this? You know who else? Pepperidge Farm remembers. When, when, when construction workers and, and, and people that worked on the highways and the streets, they didn't wear them bright yellow long sleeve shirts. No, they didn't wear any damn shirts. Construction workers were all out there in the summertime working without their shirts on. That's why I could never be a construction worker. I was too fat. Now you got the you got flannel shirts on, you got these big Bermuda hats on to cover yourselves up with. Pussies, the lot of you. The heat is dressed in a pinstripe suit and fedora saying, it's a stick up, see? Nah, see, it's a stick up, see? You're gonna be see you're gonna sweat, see? You're gonna you're gonna be uncomfortable, see? Your local dermatology practice manager here, all that has led to job security, so thank you. Oh, you are so very welcome for that. (laughs) Damn, I bet you come in here on a Saturday night, you need nigger repellent to keep the motherfuckers off your ass. Oh, I I, I mean, look, look, you you get one mole on you, you're running right there. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I got a skin tag. Oh, my God. I've got cancer. Absolutely. That's great job security. Regis? No, not Regis quite yet. The days of Kyung uh, on the yard, the sun in your hair, <laughs> uh, baby oil all over. Hell, my mother was the first one to say to me, you really need to get some color. Oh, God, yeah. Look, look, when we would go and clean the water park before the season started, it, it was April. And you get your first real sun, get, it was like spring break. And you get your first good sunburn that day. And that's the day you wear the baby oil and iodine. And you go out there, and you're cleaning lawn furniture. You're cleaning the wave pool deck, and you get down in the 12, you know, you're not in water. There's no water in the pools yet. Cleaning all that shit up, and you get cooked that day. I never, I came home, I looked like a goddamn lobster. Boy, but that led to one of the greatest tan sessions and seasons of my life. I'll tell you right now, from 1986, yeah. Now, the, the, the summer of from 86 until 91, whoo, i tell you this right now. I was one of the tannest people in this country. I'll say it. I'm not afraid. George Hamilton didn't have shit on me. If you work out in the sun as a lifeguard and you get real, real tan, when you moon somebody, it's a whole new definition of moon because that is bright white. Woo! There are some days it would cook us so hard we would have, where we would wear our whistles, we would have a a tan line from where the whistle was. I mean, it's got that good deep burn with with a smile. Yeah, but when it blisters and peels, it's going to look good. Oh, just wait till it peels. And let me tell you, that first night, that first night that you slather the aloe all over you, 
sleeping is is the worst fucking thing in the world because as soon as you roll over and you touch that sunburn, you're like, ha, hey, and then you, you roll over, ha, 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 can't sleep. And then the next morning in the shower, you hit that, or you're like, oh, God damn it, that hurts. And then it all turns to a beautiful golden brown. Hello there. Island Arnie here. Oh, I was Panama Jack. I'll tell you that right now. But it's summertime. It's going to be hot. If you live in Sacramento, it's going to be really fucking hot. If you live in Reno, it's going to be fucking hot. If you live anywhere in the contiguous United States of America during the months of, uh, of May through September, it's going to be fucking hot. I swear. Well, this is the, this is the hottest day. Shut up. Pussies. And, of course, they'll do it again tonight on the news because they want to sell more SPF. By the way, all that's a myth. You buy that SPF 50, I got a bridge to sell you. Um, all right, I can start the show now Now that I've got that rant over with. Oh, Joe Biden, our, our commander and goof. He keeps doing it again. <laughs> 775-451-3376, Pacific Crest Dermatology. There you go. Um, he's at the G or he's at the NATO summit, and I guess uh, good old Zelensky showed up, and well, Joe Biden fucked that up. No wait, that's not it. Joe Biden's not trimming lawn cuttings with a bobcat. Shit, I want one of those. Well, that'll cut the grass like a motherfucker. There we go. Here's dummy. The uh, the long-term commitments we're making are are backed up by the notion that in the meantime, we're going to provide security to Ukraine uh, for its needs and against any aggression that may occur. Today, the members of the G7 are launching a joint declaration of support for Ukraine to make it clear that our support will last long into the future. This starts a process by which each of our nations and any other nation who wishes to participate will negotiate long-term bilateral security commitments with and to Ukraine. Bilateral is not a We're good We're going to help Ukraine him. build a strong, capable defense across land, air, and sea, and from which we'll force uh, the will be a force of stability in the region and deter against any and all threats. I want to thank my fellow G7 leaders and President Zelensky for their work to make this happen. I think it's a powerful statement, a powerful statement of our commitment to Ukraine as it defends its freedom today and as it rebuilds the future. For, and as we're going to be there as long as that takes. And again, I thank all my colleagues for their support for this. Um, that's not the part that I wanted to play. Um, he, called, he called the leader of... Um, the Ukraine, he called him Vladimir on stage. His name is not Vladimir. He doesn't even know the names of these people. And this whole thing, this fella shows up and he's got his army greens on and all these world leaders are around there. 
And I guess they pulled him inside and they said, look here, motherfucker. We ain't letting you in yet. You can get all huffy and puffy about it. If you get too huffy and puffy, we're going to let Putin blow down your fucking house. He came out yesterday. He, he came kind of with his tail between his legs and said, yeah, all right, I'll, 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 I'll be good. Uh, hold on a second. Here we go. This is the one I wanted to play. Sorry. Oh, four signs that parasites are living in your body. Well, that's a lovely thing to see in early in the morning. I, but I can't skip this ad for some odd reason. Uh, oh, we got something on Kamala, too, because she fucked up yesterday like a champion. Come on with this. I already damn played the damn video. Let's go. Hell, Jesus. Vladimir and I, we... The, yeah, it's not his name. I, we... The, I should, shouldn't be so familiar. Uh, Mr. Zelensky and I... Uh, President Zelensky, how soon after the war would you like to be in NATO? How soon after the war would you like to join NATO? An hour and 20 minutes. You guys ask really insightful questions. Wow, he's talking shit to the reporters. God like him for that. Oh, an hour and 20 minutes after the war. That's when. That's when they want to be let in. I swear to God, this guy is, <laughs> he, he, he is fantastic. He is our, our, our commander-in-chief. By the way, uh, this is also something that he had to say, and I find this great. To, to actually, we're almost summoned a common will to, to actually address the existential threat of accelerating climate change. It's real. It's serious. We don't have a lot of time. It is the, the single greatest threat to humanity. Now, 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 real quick. I thought white supremacy was the single greatest threat to humanity. So do we have a war now between climate change and white supremacy? Because I'm going to tell you, white supremacy is probably going to win. I'm just going to say, because we're going to have, of course... The green face of white supremacy somewhere. President Biden, you actually, sir, are the greatest threat to humanity. We all must summon the common will to, to actually address the existential threat of accelerating climate change. It's real. It's, it's real. serious. We don't have a lot of time. It is the, the single greatest threat to humanity. If we don't have a lot of time, why are you working so hard on it? Because you ain't going to be around. I, 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 I'm just saying. I'm just saying. One more story on our, our absolutely lovely spicy Joe. Um, the FBI director, Christopher Ray insisted that his bureau is absolutely not protecting the Biden family. Amid allegations, the Hunter Biden probe was influenced by politics. Uh, see, after watching The Sound of Freedom, children from the U.S. being sold to slavery is way more a threat to humanity. Okay, all right. Uh, I took a dump at work. They aren't going to say that. I moved on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creates it. 
Tasha, good morning to you. Uh, Gold says, blah, 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 buy the scare and give us your freedoms and money because the earth is going to explode. Poof. I hear you. So the the director of the FBI is, is, is in front of Congress yesterday in this probe. Oh, it, it, this is another reason why I hate today's media. What did you think he was going to say? What did you think that he did you think that he was going to come out and Mr. Ray, are you protecting the Biden family? Absolutely. Yep. Oh yeah. They got us by the short and curlies, you see. So we have to do whatever we can to protect them. All that hunter stuff, hundred percent true. We have even more files for it back at the house if you want to see it. Of course he's not gonna say anything. No, we're we're not protecting them. Really? What did you do? This is why I just don't understand these hearings. I don't understand any of this stuff. That the FBI is going to be questioned and say, yeah, yeah, we were protecting them. We were protecting them. Do you really think that anybody in that agency has the stones to do this? This is not an episode of the West Wing or House of Cards. This is, this is not some great movie to where we get Jimmy Stewart, Jimmy Stewart, to come out there and do the right thing. This is the real world. And the FBI is going to protect whoever is in charge and whoever tells them why. Because there are a lot of these guys that are order-driven people. They live and die by order. They have a set rules in their lives. They have a set way of doing things. And when they're ordered to do something, they do it. They don't necessarily, at first, weigh the rights or wrongs of it because they were told to do so. It's the way that we used to program our military. And yes... I understand they were programming the military because they had to. They had to take everything that you learned and got rid of it and taught you to be a great killer. Because that is what the military was for. All these people that come out and they talk about how bad guns are because guns were made for one thing. And that is to cause harm to whether it's an animal, to whether it's another human being, to whether it's a a piece of paper on a target. It is there to cause harm. That's its job. It doesn't know anything else. And the United States military used to be that exact thing, the thing to cause harm. But we've changed it, and we've made them nation builders and all this kind of bullshit. I shake my head. Just shake my head. And a lot of those people that are driven and militarily right, they end up in jobs in the FBI where orders are given, and they follow orders. I... I, and, and I understand it shouldn't be that cut or dry in the FBI, but it is. 
See, I, I, I get it. And I think there's a lot of people, especially the people who listen to this show, they get it that these orders they've been given are not good orders. They're bad orders. But they still do it. Why? Because that's their job. That's who they are. That's who they're programmed to be. And until they, they, they get out or they figure stuff out on their own, they're going to do that. And, by the way, that's what we train them for. I'm okay with it. I hate the fact that, that the Democrats have used the FBI as, a, as their Gestapo, as their brown shirts, if you will. Somebody was bound to do it sooner or later. Are you mad because the Republicans didn't do it first? I shit, yeah. There will be a cleaning out of the FBI. There will be a complete investigation where nothing gets found and millions and millions of tax dollars are spent. And we all just stand around scratching our fucking heads. So, I say this. Nothing's going to happen with the FBI. We might get some shit on Hunter Biden. Hopefully Joe gets fucking uh, impeached and we get to see Spicy Joe on on stage defending himself. Because he's the, he's the kind of president that would defend himself and not, not shy away from it. And the Democrats would be like, yeah, go right ahead. Go ahead and... And he would shit the bed so bad. That would be fucking glorious television. Look here, Jack. I'm still the commander-in-chief. Do you know who I am? I can see Joe. Oh, man. I'm telling you right now, I would be naked watching that. That would be just, that. that's pornography right there. I was talking to a friend of mine last night. By the way, I'd like to say congratulations to the uh, ugly-shirted station manager, my old boss, um, Jim. I know you're probably not listening, but if you are, congratulations. He was uh, he just got the call. He has been e- elected into the Nevada Broadcasting Hall of Fame. Uh, it couldn't happen to a better person. Uh, I- I'm so happy to hear that news. That's fantastic that he's in there. But he and I were talking. Uh, he's I, I, He and I hung out the day after the election. <clears throat> And I really didn't know a lot about his politics until that day. And we had about a three-hour lunch. It was one of the best lunches I've ever had in my life. The burger place was kind of eh, whatever. It was okay. But the, the, the conversation was one of the greatest conversations I ever had. And it was literally a three-hour conversation about how we knew the election was stolen that next morning. We, we knew it. We, we knew that this was, there was something wrong with it, and uh, I learned a lot about his politics and his beliefs, and I was like, okay, and uh, we were talking last night. He called me, tell me about his Hall of Fame, and uh, we, we talked a little bit. I said, man, oh, man, this is my pornography season. He goes, oh, this is such a great time to be on any kind of f- fucking medium to broadcast. He goes, this election is going to be one for the ages, and I said, oh, I can't wait. See, and, 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 and I haven't really started discussing it yet because we don't have all the particulars of who's in and who's out yet, and that's why I'm not getting ramped up. But I'm telling you, as I said yesterday, 
this will be the most important election of your lifetime. Don't kid yourself. Don't say, oh, I'm going to leave this up to other people. Uh, I'm going to, my vote doesn't really matter. Your vote does matter. You go out and vote. I promise you it matters. Now, your vote matters because fucking Kamala Harris yesterday. She she is so goddamn stupid that yesterday um, she was putting an emphasis on the inequity of airplane restrooms, questioning why that issue is a priority for the vice president while the southern border remains in dire condition and prices continue to soar. She wants to talk about bathrooms on airplanes. But this wasn't even her biggest gaffe of yesterday. If cataract surgery is on your horizon. No, it's not. Uh, cataract surgery is not on my horizon. Moving techniques. There we go. And I again want to thank the secretary for your work. Uh, this issue of transportation is fundamentally about just making sure that people have the ability to get where they need to go. It's that basic. Why is the vice president talking about transportation issues? Don't we have another woman running the transportation? Don't we have another woman running the, the, the yeah, Pete Booty gig? Good God almighty. We're going to talk about the toilets on airplanes not big enough for fat people? Hey, it's been that way forever. It's kind of like summer. I can tell you this now. I've been fat my whole life. I have been fat since I was a kid. Okay? The the the, the bathrooms on airplanes and even Greyhound buses are not big enough for us. Now, I can pee in there. It, it, it's gonna take it, it's gonna take some sliding and adjusting, and I can pee in there, and that's no problem. If I got to take a dump in an airplane bathroom, that ain't happening. It ain't gonna happen. I'm just I'm just telling you that right here, right now. This is why I don't want to fly transcontinental. If I got to blow up the bathroom like I blew up my bathroom this morning, good God Almighty. They're going to stop the plane and ask me to get off. They're going to have to open the plane door to air that thing out. So do you know what I do? This is what I like to do. <clears throat> Everybody gather around real close. Maybe, maybe get a pen, get some paper. Y'all ready? If I've got like a, an hour flight or a two-hour flight, Because you see, I'm a big boy. I go tinkle before the flight. That's right. I go take care of business before the flight. Now, if I didn't take care of business, because maybe I didn't have to take care of business before the flight, and we're in the air and about, I don't know, an hour and a half into my two-hour flight, I got to go tink, tink. I can hold it because I'm a big boy. I get off the plane, I get my stuff, and then I go to the restroom, and I do my tinkle business there. There you go. 
You know, I, I, I'm sorry. I Once again, I forget that this is an education program sometimes. There you go. That's the easiest way I, 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 can, I can give you all to uh, enjoy your airfare and your airplane trips. Uh, let's see. Um, I knew it. Airplane bathrooms are racist, transphobic, and misogynistic, and ist and phobe for everything. Big Ass Fan says voting for the lesser of two evils is not a choice. Not really. Big Coop says Kamala says if you need a bathroom in an airplane, you need to use the airplane bathroom. <laughs> she pretty much did say that. Oh, and uh, by the way, good morning to you, V Coop. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke, hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ogre says, what, are the airplane bathrooms not big enough for two gay guys to get on it? Yeah, I mean, that's making it gay-phobic, homophobic. It's like they should hire a transportation secretary. Oh, wait. But once again, that wasn't her biggest gaffe of yesterday. This was. And I think the first part of this issue that should be articulated is AI is kind of a fancy thing. It's, first of all, it's two letters. It means <laughs> artificial intelligence. But ultimately what Whoa! Whoa! Wait. Wait a second here. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. From the, the, the desk of the Vice President of the United States of America. The first part of this issue that should be articulated is AI is kind of a fancy thing. It's, first of all, it's two letters. It means artificial intelligence. Shit! But ultimately what it is is it's about machine learning. And so the machine is taught. And part of the issue here is what information is going into the machine that will then determine, and, and we can predict then if we think about what machine, what information is going in, what then will be produced in terms of decisions and opinions um, that may be made through that process. And I- AI stands for artificial intelligence. The rest was just mumble, mumble, cack, 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 mumble, mumble, cack, cack, cack. You're not thinking of show promotion here, Arnie. You, you go piss yourself on an airplane while someone films it while they're dragging you out of the plane. Say, ArnieRadio.com. That's a good idea. Whoa, what I didn't know, AI was just two letters. Big ass fan says, newsflash, AI is only two letters? Well, I, I don't know. The first part of this issue that Let's should see. be articulated is AI is kind of a fancy thing. It's, first of all, it's two letters. It means artificial intelligence. But you know, I, hold on a second. I got to play that again, and I got to be silent because uh, we're going to we're putting that one in the machine. And I think the first part of this issue that should be articulated is AI is kind of a fancy thing. It's, first of all, it's two letters. It means artificial intelligence. But ultimately what okay, it is is I, it's I, about I machine learning. And so the machine... All right, thank you so much, uh, Ms. Madam Vice President, you fucking donkey. <laughs> I mean, I mean <laughs> seriously, she's telling us 
that it's two letters. A-I. Oh, God damn. I wish I could make this stuff up. There we go. Send that away. All righty. Thank you so much. By the way, I did... I, I, I had to get to my rant today, and before I go any further, we have to we have to stop everything and Christopher, whoa, 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 rubbing shoulders. Well, uh, it's probably Tom Cruise's shoulder to Christopher's hip, but man, oh man, Christopher. At the red carpet premiere of the new Mission Impossible movie. Mission Impossible, what, Gang Rape Part 1? Is that what it is? Mission Impossible Electric Boogaloo. And yes, it's only Part 1, but Christopher, great job. He says, great movie. Check out the review. All across all the social media platforms. There you go. All right, Christopher. Great job, buddy. You are the man, the myth, the legend. Um, I got, I got, this is, it's so confusing to live in America now. It used to not be. It used to not be. We, we knew that the summertime was hot and the wintertime was cold. Okay. By the way, uh, when wintertime gets here, just, just remember this show on July 13th, okay? Remember the show about 55 minutes into the show, almost 56 minutes into the show, that in Massachusetts, in New York, especially the Buffalo area, they're going to get a whole shit ton of snow this year. Oh, it's going to be the worst blizzard since, I, I, I don't know, the, the dark ages, even though it was just as bad last year and the year before and probably in 1980. So, 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 so before, everybody, before everybody gets all worked up, they do this at all times of the year. So spring and fall is not too bad. Spring, you got a lot of the tornadoes and, 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 and that kind. Fall, you got the hurricanes. So they're kind of using those as big, like, oh, the weather climate, 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 climate. It's always been that bad, okay? We've always had weather. So, so I, and, and by the way, by the way, I don't know if it's going to be in January, if it be in December, I will probably go on another fucking weather rant. Saying the exact opposite of what I said today, but it, it, by opposite, I mean cold, not hot. Ah. <sighs> But it is confusing to be in America right now because Alvin Bragg, the district attorney in New York, the district attorney of New York City. New York City! I had to go back and do that one for that. Um, the guy who brought charges against Donald Trump, I mean the guy who walked it all the way down, he now admits that he is afraid of crime on the New York City New York City subways. <laughs> Quote, when one of my family members gets on the train, I too get a knot in my stomach. 
Wow. If there was only something you could do to fix it. Oh, wait. That's right. There's this word. Prosecute. There you go. Woke Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg admitted he's afraid of crime on the subways. Transit crime spiked nearly 20% last month alone, with a man allegedly attacking three different women on Father's Day. Many of these crimes have prior, or criminals have prior arrests, but were let back onto the streets under lax bail laws that Bragg advocated for. So, so... Oh, my, my stomach gets tied in knots if I got a family member going on there. I say a family. Boy, he would. He, 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 he went Song of the South quick there with the voice. Uh, what does this idiot have Manhattan to say? Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg has come under fire by some critics who claim he is not doing enough to address crime in the city. Fox 5's Lisa Evers talked to Bragg about the perception that the city is unsafe. I live here, I'm raising my family here, and so we have a lot more work to do. There's no doubt about it. Um, You're a piece of shit. We have really encouraging signs. Really? Um, the data is all moving in the right direction. No, it's I not. I spoke one-on-one -on -one with Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg in Harlem. He's referring to the latest NYPD statistics that show shooting in... Why is it? Why is it? The, 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 I mean... This is always my favorite. I loved seeing the inside workings of these people's heads. She met up with the district attorney of Manhattan while he was visiting Harlem. Couldn't, couldn't get him in his office. No, no, couldn't get him in his Manhattan office. Couldn't get him anywhere else in the city but Harlem. Oh, that wasn't completely orchestrated. Big ass fan says, prosecute. Arn, there isn't enough prison space to lock up that much shit. That's why you build more. Douglas! Whoa, Douglas all up in the house. Screw your freedom. Yeah! Says, happy Friday Eve, my peeps. So Alvin Bragg is afraid to ride the subways. That should tell you everything you need to know about Alvin Bragg. The district attorney is too afraid to ride the subways. That means crime is bad in New York, and there's only one person that can fix it. It's him. He won't because he's too busy doing these glad-handed interviews away from his office in Harlem to where he looks like he's down with the people. Stop it. You know, you know, this is the grossest thing that our politicians do. And, and, and I love it. I lap it up every time they do it. But that Sunday before the big election, whatever it is, let, let's say it's a presidential one, I love to see what church either the either of the uh, the 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 running people go to one of them it's going to be a southern black church it's going to be a southern black church no matter what that's one of them is out of the way 
Now, they ain't never been to that church before. They don't know the hymns they sing at that church. But they're standing there, and they're clapping along with Jesus, and they're looking up, and they're like, oh, yes, indeed. These are people that don't ever go to church. Yet, I'm singing for Jesus. To win that all-important Christian vote. It's nothing more than, than, than glad-handing, if you will. And it's... I don't know how more people don't see through that and go, just stop. First of all, I know you don't go to church. And secondly, you don't go to a church in Hattiesville, fucking Mississippi. Or Hattieburg, Mississippi. He's scared of running until Jared Fogle, Easy Togos, or Jersey Mike's in. Yeah. Fucking Christ's sake. Oh, I don't want my family riding that. No, whoa, no, I, I get knots in my belly. Final story of the first break. Um, CNN is under uh, <laughs> in trouble after an awkward segment Come, happens. We'll help you find whatever you're looking for. Okay, I don't care about Realtor.com. I care about this. I'm going to a Jewish synagogue mosque on Saturday and then Sunday, Pastor Locke, and then finishing with the over-the-top Baptist church on Sunday afternoon. And you will get all their votes. But, Ogre, you see it, too. It's just, once again, it's insulting our intelligence. That's my big... If you want to insult me, you go ahead. You want to call me fat? Oh, wait, hold on a second. Here we go. A bar in Chicago, one in Nashville. We even talked to a bar in Chicago. One bar was telling us basically they're they're not going to serve it because they don't like the way Dylan Mulvaney was treated after this whole controversy started. He courses the transgender uh, person they were going to sponsor and go along with with Bud Light. They didn't like how Bud Light didn't stand by him after all this. Oh! Yeek! Oof! Whoops! Whoops and easy. And this is what they had to play afterwards. I'm going to share. They my didn't have to play it, but they did. No, you're not going to play that. Uh oh. CNN did a boo boo. CNN misgendered someone. The humanity. We do want to make an important note. Yesterday, in a segment about transgender influencer Dylan. Mulvaney, who was featured in Bud Light's recent campaign, she was mistakenly referred to by the wrong pronoun. And CNN aims to honor individuals oh my God. identifying themselves, and we apologize. Oh, the wrong pronoun! No! The wrong pronoun! Oh my God! Oh, Jesus, I can't go on. How dare that man do that? (laughs) That was one of the most matter-of-fact statements I had ever heard on TV. That lesbian was not fucking around. (laughs) Let's play this again. this This is golden. This is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. 
Before we wrap up today, we do want to make an important note. Yesterday in a segment about transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney, who was featured in Bud Light's recent campaign, she was mistakenly referred to by the wrong pronoun. Oh! God! Every time I hear that. CNN aims to honor individuals' ways of identifying themselves, and we apologize for that error. It's not like they called her a fucking cunt on the air. <laughs> they didn't slander her, him, it, whatever the fuck it is. Called him him. Just called him him. By the way, the, the guy who did it is a black guy, Ryan Young. He's a national correspondent who will be fired. And if he's not fired, he'll have to go to corporate training and, and diversity training and all this kind of bullshit. <laughs> we refer, we're so sorry we referred to you as the wrong pronoun. Is that something people really apologize for? Oh, my God. Where the fuck is Joy Behar to comment on this? I know, right? I, I'm waiting. I am just waiting. If that was Tucker Carlson, the, the 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 earth would be exploding as we speak. How did CNN not get it? See, Billy Idol gets yeah. it. I don't know why she doesn't get it. Exactly. No, no, he had it right the first time, yeah. Maybe they should honor the news and not lie about everything. Let's start with that first. Now they need to apologize over the wrong use of their pronouns, journalism. Oh, shit. CNN humbly apologizes. We bow down to the T's of the LGBTQ community. Come on, man. Seriously. God, we are so soft as a country. By the way, it's going to be hot today, just to let everybody know. Um, I'm so happy to do what I do for a living. I mean, I, you really don't understand. It is just so fantastic to be a broadcaster in today's world. I love it so, so very much. All right, phone number is 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com, the one, the only. I got to text him right now. Calling in. Uh, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy is next. Hotness tag. Across the alley from the Alamo lived a pinto pony and an Navajo. They sang a sort of Indian hideo to the people passing by. Oh, tell the me. pinto spent his time a swishing flies, and the Navajo watched the lazy skies. Very rarely did they ever rest their eyes on the people passing by. Oh. One day they went on walking along the railroad. 
situation out of looking. <laughs> they never came back. Across the alley from the Alamo, when the summer sun decides to settle low, a fly sings an Indian hidey ho to the people passing by. Spit it out, Mr. Jackson. That's Tommy, you know, Tommy Jackson. Here comes the steel man, here comes the steel man. Yeah. One day they went on walking along the railroad track. They were switching out of looking They never came back oh. Across the alley from the Alamo When the summer sun decides to settle low A fly sings the Indian hiding To the people passing by It's a two-day-old burrito 
On a lukewarm beer to go On a Sunday side of a road trip weekend Lordy, I was feeling so low When somebody flipped on a jukebox And I heard old Bob Will say Well, won't you stay all night Stay a little longer So I held on another day Yeah, I like Texas On a Saturday night Just let me listen to old Gary Peanut And everything will be just right down here in Man, there ain't no doubt You just listen to me Cause I know what I'm talking about Well, yeah, I like Texas Well, ain't it fine here I like to pick my guitar down at Stubbs Barbecue Drink that shiny box beer Yeah, I like Texas Man, there ain't no doubt Talking Sitting out of yesterday 
Fingertips. Ta-da! Swear. This world, this world is just something else. Uh, I just saw something, and uh, Joe Murphy and I are going to have to talk about this right here, right now. We, we, God Almighty. Hello. The man, the myth, the legend, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. It is such a pleasure to hear your voice rather than see your feet. <laughs> you like that picture on the old oh, social media. How do those things hold up that whole stature of you? Uh, I don't I, get it. I mean, but it, anyway, that's just great. Strong. But I'm really upset because I know he starts his construction job early and I didn't get a chance. I wanted to wish Roscoe a happy birthday. Okay. Yes. Yeah. He's got, he's got to get, uh, he's got to get working building. (laughs) I I, I didn't have to start working until I was four. Roscoe's got a little extra start on me. So that was great. But, uh, and once again, how many letters are in AI? Uh, I think it's just two, but I'm I'm not sure. I haven't I haven't been able to cut down that sound effect yet. But I I will get on that for you, Joe. Yeah, I think it's two. Because the only the only bigger problem I ever had was when I went into and it was a heat and eat, <laughs> and the guy at the at the mini mart was saying it's a heat and eat, and I was like, slow down, Guy Fieri. <laughs> I mean, I need that recipe. You're going a little too quick for me. <laughs> a heat and eat. Oh, only you, Joe. Um, Joe, I know with all your international travel and all your international sex work, you have must have documented your 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 exploits on video somewhere around the world. Which means, are are you a member of the Screen Actors Guild at all? I wanted to tell you, I'm. You know what? I almost couldn't do the show today. Yeah. Because I'm a scab right now. Yeah, yeah. Because oh. the 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 Writers Guild and the Screen Actors Guild are both on strike. Oh God, forbid! Tom Cruise doesn't have a fucking job. You know. I mean, yeah. So I'm scabbing right now because okay. I'm 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 a union guy. You know that. Oh, I know. With through the, and through. With the Screen Actors Guild, and so I'm doing my own thing. How asinine is this? In in like one of the pictures I saw online, it showed Meryl Streep and Jennifer Lawrence standing up for the Screen Actors Guild. Meryl Streep's worth two hundred million dollars. I looked it up. She's worth two hundred million. What is she on strike for? And this is what they're on strike for. They want higher compensation and mandates to limits the use of artificial intelligence. You want more money? Did you know your brain is artificial intelligence, <laughs> Meryl? <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I, I don't understand. Like, like, 
the the writers, I can see them getting screwed over when it comes the to writers, money. the camera people, the production guys, all those guys. Yeah. I mean, I'll, if they want to strike, it's just like the culinary union, something like that. But come on, Tom Cruise, uh, you know, uh, Dustin Hoffman, Harrison Ford. Really? You need to go on strike. Shut up. Yeah, I, I, I mean, this, this, also the union is demanding increased support for pension and health funds as well as ending self-tape auditions. Yeah, stop yeah. it. Just stop yeah. it. You, you, hey, enjoy Brad Pitt, it. Brad Pitt, try Medicaid, bag. Yeah, I, I mean, seriously. <laughs> you, look, look, I understand that, that, that some actors, you need to fit a role, but, but all you are is reading lines that you didn't write and you look better at it than someone else. Like and, I, I, and I, I want to apologize for my epitaph there. I don't mean to insult anyone or say that as a broadcaster, you know, that this, I was, it's a little early in the morning. I don't like to use that term. And so I apologize for that. But yeah, I, I do apologize for that. I don't like to use that term. It's, it's kind of derogatory, but What'd so I do, I, it is. And so I do apologize for that. I didn't mean to say that, but yeah, I mean, they, these guys, I mean, they don't, I mean, they, you know, if they want to show some support, for the little guy, that's fine. But like, you need better health care benefits. I mean, you know, you can pay for you it yourself. Can, you can buy insurance. You're worth two hundred million dollars. Right. I mean, I mean, it, 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 by the way, Joe, you don't have to apologize for saying fag on this show. Fag is okay on this show. <laughs> well, I know, but I know that. I know that. But Joe, I Joe, like to. I like Joe, to you know, I'm a Republican. I want to make America great again. <laughs> Joe, Joe, let me remind you, use, you use the N-word with the hard R ending at least 12 times on this show in one episode. And well, did that's not because I was, yeah, that's because I was explaining as a rapper, I'm also a rapper. I, I, I work at uh, Macy's during the Christmas season. Yeah, and I wrap uh, a lot of Christmas gifts. But as a rapper, um, you know, you you know, it, I was explaining it. how you know, you know, with the AH, it's kind of acceptable, but if you have the ER hard ending, that's yeah. that's not, it's kind of frowned upon, you very, know. Very so yeah, upon. yeah, I know, but I that's the only thing I was I was just using because you, as you know, the Arnie Stage Show is about education. It is. I, I mean, I mean, we really are. We are an educational program. Uh, as well as entertainment. And there's some lightheartedness, some laughs here and there. But mainly, we're here to educate people. Now, we, we, we do try to educate. And people, listen, I would rather, you better watch some wife swaps where they homeschool their kids. <laughs> and uh, and you'll find out some real morons over there, oh, boy. That's... I, I got to tell you, the, some reality shows are so golden. Like my my one of my, our some of our favorite shows are the the uh, so I'm in love with a mama's boy, where the guy is like really socially awkward, shockingly, and he's totally in love with his mom, and his mom makes all his decisions. Yet he's married, and then there's the moms and the daughters that are too close. Like the mom, I actually watched a mom insert her hand into her daughter's vagina, and 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 and, and inseminate her. I mean, these well, or, shows, she was, or she was looking for a 40 sack in there. Yeah. I don't know. One I of mean, the two. Maybe but. she knows Hunter Biden and, and she's looking for some cocaine. And it's yeah, all in the White exactly. House. Exactly. You know, it, it's just crazy because you got to remember, Arnie, 
nothing is acceptable now. I mean, well, I mean, everything has to be acceptable now. It, we're right. so we're so wimpy in this country anymore. You know, we you don't you know they're used to. I think I don't know if it's in the Bible. You know, you don't sit on the fence. You pick a side. You know, but in this in this today's day and age, we have to just sit on the fence and accept everything. And I just, I just pick a freaking side, yeah. somebody. Yeah, I mean, it, it is in the Bible. It's in Lombardi 417 that you don't just sit on the bench, you pick a side. Yeah. And, it, it, and as Lombardi also said, you know what? If you're not 10 minutes early, you're late. Yeah, that that's uh, that's Lombardi 2.1. So, yeah, that, that's in the book of Lombardi. It's a new book in the Bible. Now, I'm glad you rolled us over to football because – have you seen this story out of Northwestern? Now, usually I wouldn't make a big deal because it's Northwestern and they're a smart kid school, which means their football team usually sucks. But about every 10 years, Northwestern puts together a decent team. Then they always get a good, they always get like a decent quarterback every so many years. Uh, head football coach Pat Fitzgerald was fired last week um, after allegations of hazing within the Wildcats football program. I haven't heard exactly what the hazing was, but I guess it was pretty bad. Is this justified because of this soft new world that we lived in, or is this just more? You know, I read up on it, and it's kind of about, you know, know, when you play football, I don't know if you've noticed or not, but football involves men, okay, hitting each other, which – that's not soft, okay? Because because people that don't know the game, like me and you know the game, we know that the fat guys down on the line knocking each other down, that's what wins or loses ball games. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not the flick, the trick plays or the, you know, the, the, the routes. And I mean, those don't. But if you don't knock somebody's ass down in the trenches, you're not going to win a game. If you can get four yards every play, you're going to win every freaking game you play, okay? So uh, so what had happened to was they, they would have the haircuts and they would have to put in something in the back of their head and so, you know, they made references to, oh, to some of the Latino players that, oh, I guess your family must be great at house cleaning. Or they were, they made some references about dreadlocks, things like that, um, and, and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, somebody got butt hurt and they made a thing. And some guy is still, he's still seeing a therapist. It was so traumatic for him. Oh, not, you know, J.J. Watt knocking your block off wasn't traumatic. No. But, you know, but happened to, but, but happened to uh, uh, tell somebody that you had to put uh, w- uh, uh, wake up in the hood on the back of your head was way too traumatic or something like that. You know, it, but, you know, if there was some racial stuff going on, I don't condone it. But that well, kind of, but people is- are just so sensitive today. It's ridiculous at times. Um- they, they investigated, and it says the hazing included forced participation. How dare they force participate on a team? Nudity and sexualized acts of degrading nature in clear violation of Northwestern policies and values. Yeah. So Try I, playing for Jerry Zandusky. Then you'll find out what trauma is <laughs> all about. That's the perfect response. I mean... 
Did they have him do the elephant walk? Is that what they had him do? I know. I mean, you know, there was always, you know, even remember what, what movie was it? You know, you're, you're my boy, Blue, or where they jump on old the potato school. chips because they think it's going to be glass. Oh, old school. Um, yeah. yeah, old school. Yeah, and you know, I was a Sigma Nu at the University of Nebraska, and I was about ready to throw in the towel. I really was, because we weren't like at UNR here at Nevada, Reno. I had heard where some, I had some friends that were, that had pledged for courage here, and it was alcohol-infused, just, just ridiculous drunkenness, where, well, my whole week, it wasn't like that, and at the end, I was, we were like, I was ready to throw in the towel. I really was. I was like, this is ridiculous. Cause, and then he was like, you guys were the worst pledge class we've ever had, blah, blah, blah. And then they opened up the doors and there was like two sororities and three kegs of beer. And I was like, thank God this fucking shit's over with. I was like, you know, and I was in and it was like, I'd go through it again. I mean, it was, it was just, it's part of growing up, you know, it was yes. just, I mean, uh, you know, cause because, you know, I, of course, I was the social director. Of course you were. <laughs> I, I had a couple of kegs that fell off a truck, but yep. we'll get into that later. Yeah, uh, Swoosh says, S-A-W-F-T, soft. Hashtag Enzo Amore right there. It is. We are a soft society. We are it, a it's soft just, group. Yeah. Uh, yeah you're, I mean, it's just everything. It's just everybody's, uh, you know, I remember the worst the worst uh, uh, comic strip ever was the Family Circus. Oh, fucking terrible! I wanted Just those the, kids to get fucking kidnapped. Yeah, I wanted, and now it was like, what's the bad word, or or what is it? I'm offended. That's yeah. that's that's the word now. I'm offended. Everybody's offended, you know, by anything. Grow a pair. Yeah, I mean it. It's a simple fix. It's a simple fix. You've heard all this stuff. You don't like it. Then tune out. Then don't hang out with those people. If you're listening to a show that offends you, don't listen to that show. It's real easy. But everybody has to fucking get their voices heard. They got to get their 15 minutes. They got to be a Karen. They got to do something. They got to be out there. And this guy... Coach Fitzgerald, Northwestern's not a great football team, but he has them sometimes in contention, and that keeps the boosters happy. It keeps the kids happy at the school. Just fucking And if you notice, have you noticed that, you know, the Florida States, the Alabamas, you know, some of these kids that with, now with the uh, name, image, and, and uh, uh, likeness uh, contracts, things like that, you know, you get the greatest athlete. But have you ever noticed that the women, like Stanford, the smart women are also the best athletes? Yeah. Oh, I, I, when, when you start adding all that, but see, they want to get rid of women's sports because they want to have everybody included, even the bad people the guys who weren't good enough at sports, we're just going to let them play the girls' sports now. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something right now, okay? Remember, it's Wapano the, from the women's uh, national right. FIFA Cup team. I'll tell you right now, I, I, I would wish Ronaldo and Messi would identify as women, and those two alone would win the Women's World Cup by oh, yeah. themselves. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. They wouldn't even need a goalie. 
wouldn't even need a goalie. If no. Ronaldo and Messi said, I have a vagina, I don't have a penis, I have a vagina, so I identify as a woman, so I am now going to be, we're going to be a two-member team, and we're going to play in the Women's World Cup. They would dominate it with a two-member team, because that's how stupid it is. And, and Megan Rapinoe thinks it's okay to have men play for the U.S. National Women's Team. She's a moron. She's letting her ideology ruin what what she built so hard. You know, these women, they complain they don't get paid as much as the men, and it's it's a farce what they're saying is because they get a larger percentage of the women's FIFA pie than anybody else. They get a larger percentage than the men do of the men's FIFA pie, except that the men's FIFA pie is a quadruple extra large, while the women's pie is a small. So, of course, you're going to get more money from the bigger pie. You're not going to get Let me tell you right now, I enjoy a smaller pie on women than the (laughs) larger one. Okay. But that being said, okay, yes. And it's like, you know what? What if I have a daughter? And, 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 and I want, you know, uh, of course, you know, me and you know, you know, that, 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 uh, uh, you know, Mike Trout or, or, you know, a Derek G or something like that. They're, 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 gonna, they're the best in their field or whatever. And, but if I had a daughter, I want her to have every advantage and every opportunity. If I had a daughter and I want her to have every opportunity she could. So if I was to raise and trans, she said, Daddy Joe, I want to be, a, I wanna be a, a great soccer player or a softball player, even a baseball. I want her to have every opportunity. So I don't want her out there playing against somebody with a pair nuts no you don't and, and and they don't belong there the men don't belong in women's competitions I don't care if you all this is 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 cosplay of you thinking you're a woman and it's a war against women that I don't understand why this war was started I don't I, I don't get what the benefit of this war is I, not being able to define what a woman is, that's just stupidity. It's outright dumbness. What were you assigned at birth? Look down, stupid. Mm-hmm. That's what you were assigned at birth. Oh. I mean, do you know, and if you want to really want to worry about it, in Afghanistan now, they have closed all the salons. They can no longer have women's hair salons in Afghanistan. They are no longer allowed. That's where they would gossip just like they do here, have their hair, no. No more. They're, they're, some of the women were they're crying. They're, they can't even have a hair salon. And, I guess, and, and we're worried about this stupid bullshit over here that is so ridiculous that it's oh. just like, I, I know who assigned me at birth. His name's three letters, God, okay? Yeah. That's who assigned my sex at birth. It wasn't Dr. Goldstein. Yeah, see, here's the thing, though. With the beauty salons, I don't care. That's their world. They want to live in it. See, this is this is the thing that, that, that I wish more people would understand. The rest of the world doesn't want to be us. The rest of the world is fine, you know, being who they are. We're the ones that go in there and go, oh, you need this, that, and the other. This is like somebody coming to your house, like that, that great aunt you have, and she wants to redesign your house. That's all America is, is that we go to places where... They've lived that lifestyle for thousands of years, and they're okay in that lifestyle. And yet we come in and go, oh, no, women need the right to vote here. Now, I'm not putting down women. That's their way of life there. Do you know why the rest of the world hates us? It's because we are that invasive ant. 
okay, we are, but yet, okay, we are, but yet, okay, you know why Florida has never been attacked, our biggest attack, there was Pearl Harbor and 9-11, those were the two biggest times where they hit us on our own soil, and there's a reason that we don't get attacked uh, on our own soil, and it's because we set up shop. Thank God for Israel and Great Britain, I, and I and uh, you know, but thank God for it. And Germany, because of the Geneva Convention, Germany is not allowed to have a military. Japan is not allowed to have military. But guess who set up shop there? We have, and we've got to set up shop over there because we're gonna. We're you know what? You're not gonna attack Florida. We're gonna take care of business over here. So, so that that doesn't happen, you know, because Israel, they take uh, Great Britain, the bombings, they take a lot of crap for us because they can't get to us. Yeah, well, so they it, get to them. I'm going to tell know. you right now, they don't go after Florida because who would want to fuck with Florida? Everything in Florida can kill you. The soil can know, kill you. The, the indigenous animals of Florida can kill you. I wouldn't have taken Florida. Florida and Texas would be the last two states if I was playing risk. Those are the last two states I'm attacking. Louisiana would probably be third because they're going to cook me somehow. But California I mean, and New the York. Senior citizens one. driving alone will kill enough people. Uh, back to the sports world. Um, the NBA has approved two rule changes that will go into effect for the summer league and then into the new season. Rule number one. Coaches will now have the ability to challenge a second officiating call in games if their first challenge is successful. <laughs> yeah, so I was I kind of had a hard time understanding that, but I think I grasped it where, like, yeah, if their first challenge is except then they're allowed another challenge to whatever. Which, you know, I think that the call, especially in baseball, I, I, I can't stand that. I can't stand that clock. Calm down when they're pitching. I, I don't like the replay. I a human error, I believe, is part of the game. Yes, I really do. It is. And so sometimes the, the the you know it's, remember the whole catch. Remember Megatron started that. It was like what was the catch in football? Where, you know now you now they down to the very last. You know you know if he's just barely one of his fingers is off the football, he yeah. didn't catch it. It's just stupid. Let's make the call and move on. You know, that's that's the way I'd like it. But, I mean, if, it, if it's a really bad call, you know, I can see that. But there was, you know, uh, in baseball now, you know, the tie goes to the runner thing. That doesn't exist anymore because they're going to look at it super slow-mo. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, look, look, I, I'm, I hate instant replay in baseball. I absolutely hate it. I hate what they've done to baseball, and we're going to get into baseball next um, after I, I do this other rule. Um but what they've done to baseball is criminal with instant replay, with the clock. Um, by the way, they're going to have blowback on the clock next year from every beer sponsor they have because you're going to see beer sales are going to be way down because the games are fast now. Uh, th there was a Ranger game that was barely two hours long the other day. They aren't selling beer in the stadium. I, I mean, for two hours, they, they opened the ballpark two hours before the game. So now you have a three-hour window of selling beer when before you had a four or maybe five-hour window. You're losing millions of dollars there, and the beer sponsors are not going to be happy. 
It's all back to, it's like instant gratification. Yep. We, you know, we have to have instant gratification and people want to, want to, to see it. And, and it's like, you know, when, when that guy's cleat hits first base and it's, it's one split millisecond before the ball and he gets called safe. That's the way it is. That's the way it was. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a bad, remember when there are kids in Little League that hit the ball and they start running to third base. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, that's, it's, it's, you know, but he'll still get a trophy, of course, because he no, participated. You know so. what, I, you know what, this is interesting. The other rule, by the way, because I'd rather talk baseball than, than basketball. Um, the other rule is they're going to try to um, call penalties on flopping now. They're going to try In to basketball, get- I heard about the, that's like the soccer thing. Yeah, the flop now is going to be, uh, the, you know, where the guy goes up for a jumper and you jump mm-hmm. in and he lands on you and, or whatever and the flop. And it's like, you know what? When when James Worthy and, and Dominique Wilkins played and stuff, there was some shirt pulling. There was yeah. some elbowing. There, let's let these men play. Let's let these men play. Well, and now it's every it's another uh, thing like we're talking about where everything is just so sissy like. Yeah. You know? Well, the biggest flopper announced last night at the ESPYS, which I did not watch because the ESPYS are stupid. Um, but last night LeBron James announced he's coming back. And he is the biggest flopper in the league. Even Braddy Kidd says, is that called the LeBron rule? Yes, it should be the LeBron rule. Because nobody flops worse than he does. Yeah, and nobody just cries like he does. You know, when he gets the when like remember remember when they were, they were down three games or nothing, and they could have tied it up. You're telling me LeBron, he went in for the Kobe, Iverson, Magic, Bird would have laid that shot in and they would have gone to OT and they would have still had to win three more games. But they, but, but I guarantee you, I guarantee LeBron, he, he missed that on purpose. He just wanted to go home. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm tired of LeBron. I'm tired of the NBA. The NBA needs to man up to get me to watch again. Yeah, that, that's all that's needed. You need to man up. <clears throat> now, getting out of the NBA, going back to Major League Baseball, I just noticed something. When did they start getting today off, too? What the fuck is this bullshit? I have to go another day without baseball? They get two days off now after the All-Star game? It used to be Monday was Home Run Derby. Tuesday was the the All-Star game. Wednesday. And Wednesday was off, and Thursday we're back at it. Yeah, yeah. There's no games today, Joe. Yeah, that's ridiculous. We, I mean, we've suffered enough. Thursdays is what they call getaway day. That's when you get your noon baseball game. You get yeah. your day game because they got to get on a plane and fly to their other city or whatever. And it was getaway day, and all that meant was you played a day game. Now, nope, they they got to take the whole day off. So we got to wait till tomorrow for games. That's horseshit. Yeah, it's it's so stupid. There's such it's just they're like little babies now, and they yeah. get paid so much. I mean, wait till we see. I guess it's Otani. I guess it's the Yankees' daughter who's going to Otani. This guy's contract is going to be bigger than Bill Gates' wealth. Joe, don't get ahead of me. Don't get ahead of me because we're going to talk about Ohani next. Um, Oski says, since Major League Baseball games are shorter, do you think stadiums will raise beer prices even more to make up for that time? They Yes. Oh, absolutely. Um, 
So well, don't forget the Las Vegas days. You can, if you get a couple of dream jokes, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> now we can talk about Johanny Otani. I don't know how to say his fucking name. And how much is he going to sign for? By the way, do you believe the hype? Well, I, I'll tell you, Artie, you know, we, we have a slight disagreement on this because he's in certain companies like Babe Ruth. Like, I mean, you know, he's he's this is a guy that pitches, but he'll still have three hits in the game. I mean, he, he's a he's a good player. You can't deny that. I mean, no. he's a good player. Um, so but I mean, but because he, he does both. I mean, back in the day when you were in high school or you know, we were in Little League. The guy that played shortstop, he also pitched. He was your best hitter. He was the quarterback on the football team. He was a great. But when he gets so specialized, when you get to the big leagues, that doesn't happen anymore. There's not a guy that still you know leads the league in ERA, but also in batting average. It's just unheard of. So I do give him a lot of credit, but yet. Uh, but yet I think there's some, probably a couple of guys that could still do that. I think there's some guys that could still do that, but they're not going to, you know, they're, they're not going to, they don't want to play. Like, as they would say, I guess in baseball, you call it both ways. Right. I yeah. mean, um, so he, here's my thing. I, th- I think he is a, a very, very talented player. I, I'm not going to take that away from him, but he's only been in the league for what? Three years. Yeah, three years, and 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 some people say he's getting better, and and I hope he is. <clears throat> I think the comparisons to Babe Ruth are a little premature. I I know that he's pitching and he's pitching okay. I mean, you, you look at his win loss record, you know, and you can blame the rest of the Angels for not getting him enough runs and all that kind of stuff. The one thing that I will say about him that, that Babe Ruth was that this guy is not, and that's a leader. He is not a yeah. leader. You've got Mike yeah. Trout hitting behind you. You have arguably, up until Otani came to the league, the best player in baseball is protecting you, and now the best player in baseball is hurt again, and before he got hurt, he was hitting about 220. You need somebody to rally you. Yeah, you need somebody. It's like the way, you know, when Magic took over for Kareem. Yes. You know, he was a leader. He was a leader. Michael Jordan, he 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 stuck a he stuck a, a, a hot a hot with a branding iron up your ass mm-hmm. on his team. You better show up. You know, even when Dominique Wilkins was was a rookie, so he took over that team. And and he, if you don't want to come to war every day. Don't show up on my team, yeah. you know, and he's a leader. And that is a huge part of sports that a lot of people that don't follow like we do sports know that you can't just have the stats. You're a leader in the clubhouse. You're a leader on the field. You're a leader. You know, you, they don't call you the captain unless you're the captain. Yeah. Stinkfist says the A's beat him 2-1 to one this year, so he can't be that good. The media is slurping his nuts like nothing I've ever seen. Uh, Triple T, who, by the way, is an Angels fan, all disclosure here, uh, he'll be the first billion-dollar contract. He also draws in Japanese viewers. Now, he well, does. And, 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 you know, uh, that's the thing. And, you know, one of the, one of the most largest-watched sporting events in the history of sports was uh, Yao Ming. It was like, I think the Rockets played the, the Milwaukee Bucks, but the entire country of China watched. Yeah. So, 
the ratings were like, and because you can be the greatest athlete, you could be the greatest baseball player in Japan or South Korea or whatever, but boy, when you make it to America, that's when they go nuts. They yeah. go nuts. When you're, when you're, you know, it's Ichiro, Suzuki, and, and guys like that, Yao Ming. Man, when, I don't care how big you are and, and you're, peninsula your island country all halfway across the world but boy when you hit it big in american sports they go nuts they do and and by the way jen i am going to get to your question you're asking we've got that up next in the baseball subject so we'll get to that um but getting to otani if you're the angels right now what do you do you're you're the GM. You're the former. You're you're for, formerly Gene Autry, but now Disney owns them. So, what do you do if you're the Angels and you've got this guy on your team right now? Okay. Well, first <laughs> off, I'm trying to find what I call my Homer Simpson donut. You know, it's the pink one yeah. from Seven Eleven with the sprinkles. Yes. I'm having trouble locating that right oh. now. But if I was if I was the Angels, I mean, it depends on the money. That, you know the Yankees have deep pockets, of course, and the Dodgers probably have deep pockets, but the Dodgers are also one of the greatest farm systems. You know, they get these guys and they bring them up to their own system. But, I mean, to keep him, you know, it, it, it's going to take, like, I think they're, they're going to probably look at it like, like $500 million over so many years or something like that. And if you have the money, I mean – you know, I mean, I mean, can you pay it or not? Or is he that worth it? Is he that worth it? Is there not another guy that will play for $5 million a year that can produce the same? Or two guys, a pitcher and a hitter, an outfielder hitter, and another pitcher. Both of their salaries combined would be like half of his and still get the same job done. So that they have to look at that. Um. So... Triple T, who is an Angels fan, uh, says trade him right now for several good players. If I'm the Angels, he is on the market. I am trying to get everybody's greatest prospect in the world because my farm system sucks as the Angels. We can't seem to produce anything that fucking ever wins outside of when we beat the Giants in the World Series. You want to talk about a franchise that has spent money over the years and has gotten dick in return? The, the, the California Angels of Anaheim or whatever you want to call them, they'll always be the California Angels to me. Yeah. Um, they got to dump this guy. They, there's no way. If they re-sign him, they are the stupidest team in sports. They'll, they'll be half the salary. And there's nine guys. I mean, there, there's like, what, 25 guys on the team, but there's nine in the starting lineup. I mean, he's going to be half their salary for one guy. Is he really worth that? You're right. I mean, you know, we could get a – you could get a, a Scherzer or a guy like that can pitch really well, or and then you get a hitter that, uh, you know, a, an up-and-comer that's a great hitter. You know, some of these rookies that were on the All-Star game that, that can really hit the ball. And, and, you know, and they, they you know, they, they always put the ball in play. And when there's runners on, you know, they, they can bring them around the bases. And it'll cost them a third, if not less, than what it would cost for one player. And that one player goes out, Otani, 
boom. What, what are you paying for now? Yeah. You might as well have Colin Kaepernick on your team. Uh, let's see. Jen says, I, for one, want Otani on the Yankees. She's a Yankees fan. Stinkfist says they'd be smart to trade him because he's not going to resign there. As an A's fan, I hope they don't trade him, and he leaves. Trade Ohani and Trout. So, uh, you're the GM. I, I'll, I'll play the role as well. Um, you've got to get somebody. get Because you're the GM now of another team. Are you willing, if you're in a title race right now, all star break. You're in a you're in a you're in the hunt for postseason baseball. Do you gamble your future and trade for Otani and hope he resigns, or do and, you let this and one go? And he wants your pitcher. You know, you come up in that chin music. You know, hey, this guy's pitching a great ball game. How about we whack him up in, up inside? And his chin, and we don't we knock out not only a few RBIs that game, but we knock out a couple of shutout innings of pitching that, all in one whack, yeah, you know, that, just like that. That's old you know? school. That's old school baseball right there, and I would I would agree with it. You um, know, well, the first thing I do is I call Snyder and Goodell. Yeah. So <laughs> we're going to talk about Snyder and Goodell, my friend. Um, I think this is what I I, I think he's going to end up probably getting traded, and I. I, this is what I this is what I want to find out about Otani. Is he a winner or is he in it for the money? And we'll find that out on who he signs with. Because if he signs with the Yankees, the Yankees have a down season going right now, but they're still the Yankees. You can never ever count the Yankees out because they have more money than God. Right. If he signs with the Dodgers, the Dodgers are another one of those franchises that you can't always count out, and they play in a division that's usually theirs to to have between them and the Giants. Okay, they're a contender. But if he goes to, like, Seattle, to Minnesota, to Florida, not really really a contender. He's kind of going for the money. I don't know where he goes. There are rumors that the Rangers are interested in him, and the Rangers have a lot of money. We actually have the third or fourth highest pay or, or, or money available to us in the league. Would I be a fan of Otani in this lineup? Oh, God damn right I'd be a fan of him in this lineup. But is it worth trading our future for? And yeah, I, I mean, just don't know. And the, thing is, and the thing is, you know, a guy like him, he puts butts in the seats. I mean, let's say you were the Warriors, yeah. the Gold State Warriors back when they stunk, or the Kings, or whatever. Well, when Michael Jordan showed up, that was a sellout. Oh, yeah. You know, because because Michael Jordan was playing. And so it's a sellout. And Otani's going to put butts in the seat, but it's all about the TV money. Yeah. The TV money is what pays the bills. I don't even know how they pay the bills because, I mean, obviously that's why a hot dog is 14 bucks <laughs> and parking is like 75 bucks, you know, and then they get the TV money because, you know, that's what they got to have to have. I mean, you know, you remember when Magic and Bird came on, it was the Celtic game in the morning and the Laker game in the afternoon, oh, yeah. oh, you know, absolutely. and that's what it was all about the TV ratings. And, and they were the first games that weren't cape delayed and, and, and it really revitalized the entire, it transformed basketball and, you know, baseball, it's like, they're still trying to work on it. It's, it's America's pastime. It's the oldest game. True fans like you and me, 
you know, we want to see a one to nothing game. We we love that. We oh, love God, that yeah. crap. When it's a one to nothing game, it's a pitcher's duel or whatever. I, do I love when they go to like a fifteenth inning and Jose Canseco has to pitch? Yeah. Oh, look, look. The, to me, a perfect baseball game is a four to three game. A four to three game means we see some runs. We we might see. You remember, yeah, Joe? Do you remember? I, you and I are old. You remember when it was um, a treat to see either a home run or a slam dunk in a game? Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Now, now uh, it's expected. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was like it was something that was, you know, and and you 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 respected every aspect of the game because the people don't know baseball and they think it's so boring. Little do they know that there's something going on every pitch every single pitch you know when the catcher is flashing his fingers down there it's not one full fastball two for crew. there's an indicator and then the indicator and after the indicator then it's the what pitch and it's stealing signs and it's and it's and they can call that cheating all they want but if i'm a second baseman and if i can pick off the catcher's signals i go for it yeah, I, I mean, mean that's it's what it's about. I mean, and and, and and that's what it is all about is that. And baseball players are some of the craftiest, funniest people that live. And a baseball game is just, it's just, it, it, like you said, like we talked before, it's a whole spectacle. It's it's the organ player. It's the popcorn. It's the the whole thing. It's a it's a day out with the family, and you you bond. And it's just a, it's a whole, it's a whole deal. Like if you go to a Raider game, you get the hell out of there as soon as you can. Okay. When it was in Oakland. Okay. But when you go to some other, like a a Ranger game or something, it's do, 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 you know, and and it's, and your kid can be there with you and you're not going to get mugged in the parking lot when you leave. Unless you're at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, Dodger Stadium is pretty bad for that. So yeah, we can't say that because people get beat up outside Dodger Stadium all the time. So I know. But, I, I'm but, a Padre fan. I've been uh, clubbed a few times. See, here's the thing: watching baseball. When, when people say watching baseball is boring, they don't understand the game. They don't understand hitting behind runners. They don't understand when it's O two, you don't throw a strike. Any pitcher that throws a strike on O two either has a nut sack the size of Fort Knox. Or is dumber than a box of hair. Yeah, yeah you, you, you got you got three to waste. Yeah, and and that's the that's the interesting part about watching baseball. And there's some guys now I'm watching that are coming up. Yeah, Josh Young, the third baseman for the Rangers, the All Star, probably going to win Rookie of the Year. But watching him play, he plays the game so naturally, and it's fun to watch because on an outside pitch, do you know what he does? He goes with it and he hits it to the opposite field. Yeah, and, and, and who was remember the two great catchers to start the game off the All Star game out there? That guy that were almost home runs. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah, Jared or whatever for the yeah. Yankees, I believe it was a pitcher or whatever. And then they that was those were great plays. And who, who's the last great guy that got a green light? And a lot of people don't even know what this means, but you and me do. Well, who's the last great guy that had the green light on three and zero? Probably Cal Ripken Jr. And Tony Gwynn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Tony Gwynn. He give you. Tony Gwynn stuck struck out 188 times in the 90s. I know. He's, in the 90s, he struck out more times in one season. I mean, 188 times in. The, now, I'm not a big Tony Gwynn guy because he was a slap hitter, but he knew how to hit. But he struck yeah. out 188 times in a decade. 
That's it. Wade Boggs one season. Hey, you got a runner on second. A slap hitter is a run. Oh, yeah. But but Wade Boggs, there was a season Wade Boggs swung and only missed it three balls all season. That's pretty fucking impressive. Which one was the sex addict, Boggs or Mattingly? Uh, It was Boggs. Boggs Boggs was a sex addict, right. Yeah. Now, speaking of baseball and money. Something happened yesterday that I never thought I'd see in my entire life. The New York Yankees, the 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 bastion of baseball royalty. Mantle, DiMaggio, Ruth. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the, 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 the Monument Park Jeter. Uh, fucking... It's, Reggie Jackson, Mr. October. I mean, there's so many. Whitey Ford, Yogi Berra, and the New York Yankees, a team that today on their home uniforms do not have the names of the players on the back because you play for the New York Yankees, have sold advertising space on the beloved pinstripes to star insurance for $20 million a yeah, year. Uh, yeah, yeah. How about Rakuten on your jersey? I, why do the Yankees do this? Everybody's got out. It's all about the money. And, you know, like Nike now has paid a lot of money to be the official sponsor. And I never thought like you, I'd see the day where the Yankees or the Dodgers or somebody would have freaking Home Depot on their freaking jersey. I mean, I could see, you know, I could see uh, Sergio Garcia with NetJets and everything else on his shirt, of course. But the Yankees, yeah, like you said, I don't even like the NBA. I'm not, and I'm not the huge. I'm not a big NBA fan at all. But they, they they've already plastered their jerseys with crap, oh, and now baseball started plastering their jerseys with crap, and and you know and and, and it's just it just takes away. But it's just it's you got to keep up with the Joneses, I guess. I, I don't know. I I, know? I I get the business aspect of. It. I understand it's another way to generate revenue but the yankees don't even allow facial hair (laughs) i mean they make you cut your hair and now you're putting star insurance on the sleeve they don't allow facially well don't go to northwestern (laughs) i mean uh, this is I, once again, I understand. Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's mind boggling. Like I said, it's all about money. You know, I had a guy one time ask me, how stupid, Levi Stadium, why they call it that? I, it's called, it's called because, uh, you know, because it's called uh, Levi's. They, you know, it's money. That's why it's Lee. He goes, how stupid is that? Or you think they just called it, uh, they named their stadium for a pair of jeans for the fuck of it? No, it's because they get a big fat check for it. Yeah, I mean, uh, you're out says tampon commercials, Bud Light commercials. I mean... A couple weeks ago, I was watching the uh, WWE pay-per-view in England, and it was sponsored by Bud Light. Bud Light is trying to throw as much money as they can to get in front of people to go, we're sorry, but they don't say we're sorry. 
I, yeah. I just, I, yeah, Dylan Mulvaney moved to like South America because she doesn't feel safe here. Yeah, I or just, he, whatever he or she is, I don't even know. All right, last story. We got to save it for the NFL. Boy, oh boy, when you see this headline, you get kind of goosebumps. John Gruden intends to quote burn the NFL house down. That was. Hey, I'll tell you Woo! what. When you talk about when you talk about you know Watergate or things like that. That you know were that whatever. John Gruden got screwed. I mean, like we talked before. Michael Vick dogs got killed. You know, and your God knows how people love their dogs. And and and, and, some, and I do too. I'm I'm an animal lover. You know, you do you know as well as I do. There's a, a saying in advertising: you can't go wrong with kids and animals. You know, yep. and and uh, you know he he is killing dogs. He's on every Sunday at nine a.m. Every Sunday at nine. But John Gruden, do, do you imagine if they pulled up you and I's last emails and texts for the last ten years? Oh my God, I'd have to run for cover. Oh, uh, Joe, Joe, you don't want me to read you the text that you sent me last night, the one that you told me to delete. <laughs> That's only a day old. Imagine yeah, if you know. went back ten years. I right? know. I mean, the phrase "zipperhead" was used in a text, and and I well, mean, that was a friend of mine. <laughs> but the thing is, is that John Gruden, and there is a rumor that the leaker of the emails was Daniel Snyder himself. Yep, Dan Snyder, and that's why he was forced to to kind of sell the, the team, which is the Guardians, because it's too offended to which which every Native American I've ever known wore a Redskins or a Cleveland Indians cap. Yep. They never had a problem with it. I at least I don't think so, you know. But we had to change that. But him and Goodell, it's like they had this conspiracy. They wanted this guy out for some reason. Oh, they wanted him out badly, and it, because he's part of the old guard. See, John Gruden's one of these old school guys like you and I. See, we have this old school mentality where it's all about winning. We don't necessarily care about all the bullshit, all the pomp and the circumstance that goes along with it. We aren't playing that game. We're playing the game to win. And it's been allowed for 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 uh, Belichick, but for some reason for Gruden it was never allowed. And yeah. I tell you what, if they let Gruden go, and Gruden Gruden could do a lot of damage to the NFL. He could really hurt him. He could really hurt him. You know, he's one of those guys. Like, well, okay, well, now now down in Las Vegas, they have Bishop Gorman, which just, I mean, Snoop Dogg's kid plays there. Uh, mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali's grandkid plays. The kids move there from, like, Indiana mm-hmm. to play there because they'll get a Division One scholarship, right. and you know that. And so it's a huge school. Every year, the Nevada State Championship in football is, like, 72 to 14 Gorman every single year. Well, back when Wooster, and I went to Wooster here up in the north in Reno when we won, and one of the coaches come over and he said, where's the playbook? And it was, we don't have a playbook. We have a belly give one, a belly give two, and then a slant. That was it. Because you know what we did? We knocked people down. 
You knock them all down, knock somebody on their ass, and there's nobody left to tackle anybody. And you win ball games that way. You know, and that's the kind of guy Gruden is. He's a smash mouth football player running right up their throat and 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 if they can stand up with us, if they can still be breathing air by the fourth quarter, then they might have a shot. But otherwise, they're not gonna beat us because we're gonna knock them down every play. And that is football, you know. Well, I mean, and, and that's the kind of guy Gruden is. He, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a man's man. You know, he's a real coach. And, and guys like me, remember they always called him Chucky yeah. <laughs> because oh, yeah. he, he looked like Chucky. But he's one of those guys, and he's just a, a, a hard-nosed football coach. And guys that know the game, we love that kind of coach. Well, he, here, here's John Gruden's problem, and I have the story here. Um it seems that Snyder disclosed Gruden's emails to Goodell as a peace offering, knowing Goodell and Gruden had a history of animosity. It started back when Gruden was on Monday Night Football. Goodell didn't want him on there because you've seen the movie North Dallas 40, right? Right. There's a very famous scene in this movie. If you've never seen that movie, it's, a, it's one of the greatest, if not the greatest football movie to ever be made. Um, it has real-life football player in there, um, John Matuzak, former Raiders player. And they just get done losing a big game to Dallas, of course. Or they're Dallas. They lost to Chicago. And there's a scene where Matuzak gets so mad, he says, when we call it a game, you call it a business. When we call it a business, you call it a game. They keep changing the rules, and Gruden is one of those guys who sees it that way. It's still the game, but everybody else sees it as the business. As the business. I mean, I tell people they don't believe me, but I tell them, I said, you know, they have clothes police in the NFL. You can't wear you, you in college, you'll see like the guys calves and stuff. They can wear their socks. And wear, not in the NFL, the NFL, every single player dresses the same. And if you come off the field and you take your helmet off, you can't put on whatever cap you want. You have to put on a, a sanctioned, licensed uh, stocking cap or baseball cap that is sanctioned and licensed by the NFL for you to wear on that sideline. You can't put on, hey, mom, I love you, cap, or something like, nope. You got to put on whatever is sanctioned and like, and they, it's actually called the clothes police there. And every NFL, you watch an NFL game, they're all dressed the same. They're not allowed to dress in a different way. No. It's just, it's like a marketing uh, uh, thing. It, it's like, cause you know how you go to one Denny's and the whole Denny's thing is, or McDonald's, they, they want the same experience in every Denny's or every McDonald's, whether it be in Indianapolis or Reno, it's the same with like the NFL. They're marketing this product. Like you said, it's a business, and they want it to all flow, and, and there's people up in the higher-ups in the back rooms that are making sure that this is a product they're pushing. It's not, it's not the guy with two teeth left in his mouth and one bar on his helmet, uh, you know, and, and out there playing smash-mouth football. No, it's this, it's this highfalutin product. That, 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 and, be, and, and, and it has helped women. Women are now becoming bigger and bigger fans, you know, to the game. And, and that's what they have to do. They have to market their product 
And that's what they're doing. They're just hey. trying to market their product. It's like with baseball, they want the home. They want it over quick. They want home runs. Uh, they want uh, fancy, you know, uh, Dockers pants instead of baseball pants <laughs> on them. You know, like they did the All Star game, and they're just marketing his product. And it's like, and if you don't want to fit in, but then you're going to have to go because this is the way. You know, we're marketing a product, and and See. you know. Yeah, Joe, Joe, you've said a lot of really, really smart things on this show and you don't ever give yourself enough credit for. I think, honestly, that could be one of the smartest rants you've ever gone on. And, and, I, and I, I'm, I'm being totally serious here. This is not a backhanded compliment because you're absolutely right. They want the exact same experience in every city, in every town you go in. But we as sports fans... See, once again, the, the big thing that I hate that I've come to realize this year is I hate when people insult my intelligence. I don't yeah. want to have the same experience in Dallas if I go to a game in New Orleans. I want to experience the New Orleans experience. I want to experience the Buffalo Bills experience with their tailgating fans jumping through tables in sub-zero degree weather not wearing any clothes. That's what I want. I don't want the NFL experience. I want that town experience. If yeah, I, I, I know, game. I, when I went to the national championship, Nebraska went touchdown. Tommy Frazier beat the Florida Gators like sixty-two to fifteen, or something like that, or whatever. And my buddies wanted to go to Hooters. I'm like, we can go to Hooters in every single town in this country. Yeah. How about we grab some local fare? You know what I mean? Let's go there and grab something, you know, normal. It was like when when, when Tom Osborne, you know, when he finally won a couple of national championships, you know, you got to open it up. You got to air it out. You got to open up the other. Guess what? When he won the national championship, he led the nation in rushing. Not passing, yeah. rushing. And now, guess what? They would beg for Tom Osborne to be back. Oh, God, yeah. But, I mean, I, you bring up the college experience. This is and, and college football is still the last bastion of hope, college sports, even though it is being overrun. But you think about it. You think about how great the tailgates are at, in, 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 at Ole Miss. Ole Miss are known for their big tailgate parties. You know, you, you have certain aspects of going to these stadiums around the country and enjoying the localness of it, and it's not the same experience. You're not going to get not, the same it's experience. It's not. Iowa State has one of the best tailgate parties before, and they're just maybe there's 40,000, 50,000 uh, seats. One of the greatest uh, uh, tailgate experiences I've ever seen. And then you go and you, like you say, you go to Texas. These guys have flat screens and home theater systems mm. that I'll never be able to afford on the back of their pickup. Like, it's crazy. The and the way they get into it, you know, See? it's just, uh, I, I'm not kidding. I've cried before. I've gone back to Nebraska games. And before I went, when I went, I went through the gates and I came out and, and I saw the sea of red. I'm not kidding, because I, you know, I graduated from there, and I'd go back again. I'm not kidding, and I won't. I'm not afraid to admit it. I've cried. I've shed tears oh. when I walked into that stadium, and it was go big red, go big red. I might shed a tear right now. 
I mean, I'm not kidding you. I mean, it was just the emotion, and the, and we gave the, the visiting team a standing ovation, whether they won or lost. Mm-hmm. And and it's just was a, you know, you could bring your seven year old son there, and and uh, it just the traditions and the the pomp and the circumstance, like you say, it was just. And if you go to another one, it's a different experience. They have their own thing going on, and we and you both know, Artie that there's nothing better than college football. Oh, Joe, Joe, when you were talking about that, I remembered one of the first games I went back to, um, and, and, and I kid you not, I, I was I, I was sitting on the, 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 the appropriate sideline uh, for a Longhorn game, and it was my first game back in, in years and years. And when everybody stood up and I see this sea of orange, and when this hit, and I saw 90,000 hook'em horns in the air, I have so many tears running down my face. It was, it yeah. was, it was a religious experience for me. And it you is. Used to it get truly that. is. It truly is. I wish I had the money, and I'm hoping to get back to another Nebraska game, because I've told friends of mine, I've told them, if I go back, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to walk down that campus, which the library doesn't exist anymore because of Google, so there's no more library, but I'll walk down that campus. I graduated from, from there, and I'll walk down that campus, and I'll walk into the stadium, and I'll lose it, bro. I will lose it oh, because it's, 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 I will just be like the, the red and white. But, of course, we can't. I don't think it's in the balloons up anymore because the birds eat them and die, so I don't think they can do the balloons anymore. But that first touchdown, the red and white balloons would go up, and the band would – would, would play, there's no place like Nebraska, and it was just, and you know what else? When you go to a UNR game, guess who's in the front row? The Coranos, the bigwigs. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? When Even Nebraska, which isn't the biggest basketball school at all, by no means, but guess who gets the best seats in the house? The students, baby. The students, that's right. The students are right there up on Wayman Tisdale almost hit me with a towel once when he threw a towel after the ball boy gave it to him and he threw it back. He just threw the towel behind him. He was so slick. You know, yeah, I remember yeah. Wayman Tisdale, good friend of Keith, uh, uh, the country singer. Uh, um, what's his name? Uh, gosh darn it. I want to say Keith something. Uh, Toby Keith. Toby was Keith. A big friend of his. Yeah, it was a big friend of his. I mean, just smooth as you could be. But we were in like Duke or whatever, you know, at, which is a huge basketball school. Those, the best seats in the house went to the students. We got, we guaranteed we got our seats. The students did. Not the big wigs. Not the property owners and the casino owners. But the hey, students were, had the best world. seats. And that to me meant a lot. It's a different world, my friend. It's a completely different world because those boosters want the best seats. Fuck the students. Joe, a wonderful conversation as always. I love having you on to talk about these things. Uh, have a great weekend, my friend, and I will talk to you next week. As always, Arnie, thank you so much. I love uh, I, I love getting to just spout out my whatever you want to call it, but I enjoy the hell out of it, and I thank you for the opportunity, my All friend. All right, buddy. Well, I will talk to you next week, pal. All right, bud. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, everybody. Uh, 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. I saw the light on the night that I passed by her.
flowers fashioned from Annie's despair with paper and shears with some wire and wax she made up each tool up and mum as snowflakes drifted into her tenement room her baby little fingers grew numb from making art Flowers, artificial flowers, flowers for ladies of high fashion to wear. She made artificial flowers, artificial flowers made from Annie's despair. Bring it home. They found little Annie all covered with ice, still clutching her poor frozen shear. Amidst all the blossoms she had fashioned by hand And watered with all her young tears There must be a heaven where little Annie can play In heavenly gardens and bowers And instead of a halo she'll wear around her head A garland of genuine flowers No more artificial flowers Throw away those artificial flowers Flowers for ladies of society to wear Throw away those artificial flowers Those dum-dum flowers Fashion from Annie's Fashion from Annie's despair 
give her the real thing. Arnie State Show. Arnie Radio. Man, I got to You know, you can say what you want about, come on, uh, Kevin, come on in Stacy Spacey and his weird, uh, uh, nobody ever thought Kevin Spacey was going around slaying pussy. I mean, he just, come on, we don't look at Kevin Spacey as, as, as a pussy slayer. So when everybody was like, oh, my God, Kevin Spacey's gay. Well, yeah, I mean, tremendous actor, though. Like I, 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 like I said, I just watched House of Cards. I like Kevin Spacey more now than I've ever liked him. And I know he did some bad stuff. But, man, oh, man, they robbed us of a fucking, the last season of House of Cards. God damn it. Still mad about that ending. Stabbing Doug. Come on. Oh, and, 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 and. You know, Jenna, she played the first lady and then became female president, which that was fun. <laughs> female pre- Madam President. <laughs> Not funny, haha, funny queer. Yeah, I, 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 mean, I, mean, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't say that. I mean. That's as dumb as letting women vote. But Jenny from Forrest Gump, Robin Wright, she never looked better. And why they didn't have her do more naked scenes, I got to say, Netflix, shame on you. Shame on you. Nobody could play Francis Underwood like Kevin Spacey. Damn him for fucking everything up. I know! I mean, come on, you're a streaming service. You stood behind Dave Chappelle. That show ended in such a bloody, gooey train. It, it just, by the way, stupid. They should have just ended it with him as the president. I didn't want another. I mean, Jenny, uh, President Jenny, Jenny, don't look at me while I'm fornicating with someone else. They, they, she gets in a battle with Diane Lane and Greg Kinnear, and that shitty actor from the terrible movie Singles. Come on. We deserve more than that, Netflix. You bastards. By the way, speaking of uh, streaming services and TV and things like that, the um, the Emmys w- were announced yesterday. Uh, the, 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 the nominations, of course, Yellowstone, nothing. 1923 with Harrison Ford, nothing. Ted Lasso got nominated for everything. The the show uh, Succession got nominated for everything. I'm sure nobody will be there at the award show because they're going to be on strike because actors need more money now. So there you go. I, I've updated you on that. There you go. I haven't watched since Kevin Spacey left. Dave Chappelle didn't touch children. So, yeah, I mean, I mean Kevin Spacey, look, the thing with Kevin Spacey is Kevin Spacey has... He's admitted to some of the things he did, but they were with people of age. He hadn't been found guilty of nothing yet. I'm just saying. But whatever. 
whatever. I, I, I really did like House of Cards. And I, I, I think that was a show that was way ahead of its time. <clears throat> now, thanks to a British sex expert, Tracy Cox. I mean, with the last name of Cox, you kind of have to be a sex expert, right? She reveals the 11 things that you should never put near your vagina. Okay. Uh, she starts off the article by saying the vagina is a remarkable body part. Not only is it passage to creating human life historically, it's been used to smuggle everything from drugs, money, watches, mobile phones, even guns. But what you need to know is that your vagina does not need to be steamed, scented, douched, or melted to make it appealing to sexual partners. So here's the 11 things that you should never do to your vagina. Number one, they say, you know what, we're going to read these down from 11 because that, that would be smarter. Number 11 thing that you should not put near your vagina. Evil lubes. They say reach for baby oil and you double the chance of bacterial and yeast infections. Vaseline contains oil and that does the same. Both damage condoms. So you do like my dad says. My father said blood makes the best lubricant or tears. Or that good old-fashioned saliva. There was a funny, I saw a funny video the other day. This gal, she couldn't get the, the gas thing into the gas tank. And I'm not kidding, it was somebody in another car filming her because she was kind of hot, I guess. So she took the gas, the, 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 the nozzle out, and she spit on her hands and rubbed it like a, a wiener. And then she put it in. Yeah, stay away from those evil lubes. Bodily fluids are way, way better for your vagina. Okay. Number 10. Things to keep away from your vagina. Dirty sex toys. And I don't mean like like dirty, meaning like, you know, oh my gosh, the, the bishop is going to be so upset that I put a starfish in my starfish. No. We're talking about unclean sex toys. Do not put unclean sex toys in your vagina. <laughs> Wipe them or wash them with a soap-free cleanser. Dry and rinse well. So that's what that's what Tracy Cox says about putting things in your vagina. <laughs> yes, I'm doing this entire feature so I can play that sound effect. If you're wondering. I didn't know we needed to make a list. Douching is unnecessary all the time. Uh, see, you know your vagina. Yeah. Uh, they say certain foods should not be put in your. You know how I feel about rub. No, not that. Vagina. Uh, let's see. Unpeeled bananas, a washed cucumber or carrot. Not bad. Hot spicy foods. Should not be put in your vagina. So I would not suggest getting some three-mile island wings and shoving them up the old cooter.
definitely stay away from ghost peppers in the vagina. In the vagina. What about an old carp left in a field? Can that go in your vagina? I don't think so. I, I uh, well, let me continue. Number eight thing not to put in your vagina. Ice cubes. They say that inserting ice can stick to the delicate skin of the vagina. If the thought of peeling it hasn't put you off, cover it with a condom to create a barrier between it and you. So ice cubes, bad for your vagina. Okay. Number six, some brands of period underwear. Uh, I can't believe I just read those words together. I mean, come on. Oh, they look like normal underwear, but they have multiple layers of microfiber polyester, which soaks up menstrual blood. God. Be careful of the PFAs and the outer. Uh, called Forever Chemicals. That is very, very, Forever Chemicals bad for your... Vagina. Okay, can we just move on now? Vaginal douches are bad for your... Vagina. Douching after sex won't wash away semen so you don't get pregnant or stop getting an STD either. Some women believe that, but it's not true. Just do, just do what my grandmother did. Go to the gas station or go to a car wash place. Get one of them guns. Just hose that thing out. No, my grandmother really didn't do that. She just used the garden hose. Uh, number four thing not to put in your vagina. Any scented feminine hygiene product. The article says you do not need, you do not, all caps, need feminine washes, sprays, powders, or wipes to make you smell better. The smell just fine without them. Soap-free, no fragrance wash is fine. Look, if you got a dirty cooter, it's because of something that you're ingesting. Cocaine, bad for hooter smell, or cooter smell. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Not washing your cooter is bad for vagina smell. Okay, just take care of it. I don't even know what the fuck this next one is. Flavored vaginal melts. Well, you put a sandwich in there? It's a vag- vaginal melt? I, uh, Subway don't offer that. There are suppositories. Oh. Oh, oh, that's what it is. That's such a bad word, suppository. Oh. Oh, no, no, I, I, I've earned that one, Battleborn. I have, I have earned that a long, long time ago. The Bobby Darren song was originally about a girl who made artificial vagina, but the record company had a problem with it. Uh, you have to make sourdough somewhere. Um, they call them melts because it sounds better than suppositories made of natural oils containing scents and flavors. You might use them to increase the moisture of the vagina. Vagina. 
No, don't put anything that can melt in there. How about the number two thing not to put in your vagina? Could you play the Cooter song? I put it up on your super fans. Uh, I don't have it right now, so I can't get to it. Uh, uh, Jade eggs or yoni eggs? What? You're going to put an egg in there? Increase vaginal muscle tone, balance hormones, increase energy. What, by, by putting an egg in there, your body can harness the energy to in strength to the stone. The muscles must grip the egg to keep it there so it, does, it makes you tighter as well. By the way, none of that is fucking true. All of that is poppycock. And I hate to use poppycock when we're talking about vagina. And according to Terry Cox, the number one thing that you should not put in your vagina is steam. What are you trying to shape it like a fucking Stetson? The treatment started in L.A. Uh, Here's why you shouldn't do it. Making your vagina hotter than it's supposed to be is not a good idea. Hot vagina breed bad bacteria and yeast like, you know, uh, candida or thrush. There's no evidence that vaginal, vagina. Vagin- vagina steaming helps in any condition. Ladies, let me let me let you in on a little secret here. Steam is hotter than boiling water, okay? That, that, that's what comes off of boiling water is steam. You see, you can have, you can have water in, in all three forms. You can have it in solid form, you can have liquid form, and gas form. The way you get it in solid form is make it super-duper cold. Liquid form is regular, any old temperature will do, and then steam is super-duper hot. Why would you want to put a super hoop duper hot thing up your vagina? I don't know. I wonder if any artists like Lizzo or Adele. God damn it. Alicia, et tu, Alicia, et tu. Hello. Yes, hello. I don't care what you stick up your vagina. No. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to me Vagina. No, I, I, I don't. Is a harmonica okay asking for a friend? Probably not. Probably the metal's not good for the hoo-ha. This list is well long, not, but maybe written by a man. Am I the only woman who didn't think, uh, gee, I've got this extra hole. What can I shove up here? Yeah. Hello from the other side of the vagina. Of course, there we go. An episode on the Kardashians. Courtney did the steam and got her mom and sisters all coochie steamers. Why, 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 why? Why would you do that? Oh, my God. All right. Moving on from the vagina. Uh, Miami TSA of officers have been arrested. Oh, wait, wait, hold on a second. Before we go any further, let's go ahead and make this official, since it is in that place. 
Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Now, see, this is my favorite part. When I get to talk about TSA, because TSA is a part of the government, and you would think that the people that are in charge of making making sure that no contraband, especially that can hurt people, is allowed on aircraft. But see, the simple truth of the matter is, as I look at the three culprits in this story, everybody get close. Get close. Okay? The TSA, yes, it is a government industry. Mage, what's up, brother? Hey, man, I just had to share a story with you. Last time I was in Vegas... For a business convention, we were all jumping in the car to uh, go to dinner, and my coworker stopped the car and he goes, "I got to get out and take a picture." And I was like, "Take a picture of what?" And the sign in front of the store said, "They do vaginal steaming, they sell vape, and they are dispensary." And next door was a uh, a vag uh, <laughs> waxing place. Well, we have. Did, were, were they? Did they? Did they? Did they have kratom too? I know they probably did because there was a vape shop. So. Oh dear God! Well, vaginal steeping and vapes all in one place. How low? How convenient for Las Vegas. Well, have a good show, man. Thank Thanks, you. buddy. Oh, that's fucking great. So the next time that you're flying out of town, I want you to take a look. <clears throat> at the fine folks that are in charge of security at your airport. Because 20-year-old Josu Gonzalez, 22-year-old Elizabeth Fuster, and 33-year-old Labarius Williams were charged with organizing a scheme to defraud passengers, including swiping hundreds of dollars in cash from people's wallets. There you go. The next time that you want to feel safe, do you want to feel like that, that that blanket? You know, see, this is this is this is what I love doing so much is pulling back that blanket of 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 safety for people. Cuz you think that man, oh man, those people are the last barrier between somebody sneaking a bomb on the plane. And that's right, I said bomb, but I'm not in an airport, so I can say bomb. But they're too busy worrying about robbing flyers that they're going to miss the bomb that goes through. They're going to miss the box cutters that's done more damage to this country than any other weapon ever. Because they were caught on surveillance footage working together to steal from passengers as they went through screening checkpoints, going through bags, going through their wallets. Oh. I, I, I mean, seriously. When, when you see stories like this, you just go, wow, and people still fly. 
Stack car. He said, did someone say bomb? It wasn't me. Wrong brown. Yes. Oh, yeah, it was not you. No. I think that's great. That just makes my day. Knowing that these people are stealing. And you sit there and you go, man, oh, man. Thank God. Thank you so much for doing I've seen people thank TSA agents. Thank you so much for doing this. Dude, this is just a job. It's either work here or work at Dairy Queen. I'm sorry. I, I do not. I, I'm sorry that I'm, I, I, I'm being snooty right now, and I don't hold TSA agents in quite the same regard as I do, I don't know, as actual police officers or actual military members because the TSA is an organization of the government. Hey, do you have a GED? Well, you can screen bags. That's what, that should be the calling card. Do you have a high school diploma or a GED? Well, you can serve your country by, by making sure nobody takes a one-inch pocket knife on an airplane. Is it me or have we gotten to the point of no return because of the stupidity involved with flying? The idea that you can't take more than three ounces on a plane? Psst. Psst. I imagine that the terrorists, and I got to whisper this because it, in case anybody's listening, I don't want to give any secrets away. I imagine the terrorists can make something explode in less than three ounces. It's kind of like Name That Tune. You remember the old TV show, Name That Tune? The only game show that we ever played on the show that I never cheated on because I didn't have to. One of my all-time favorite moments in, in the history of broadcasting, in my history of broadcasting, happened when we played, and it was me and... <laughs> and... uh we played Name That Tune, and she was so uber competitive and didn't know music at all. She was really stupid when it came to music. But she'd be like, eh, I can name it in three seconds. And, and, and she'd always start there, and I'd go, okay, I can name it in two. Eh, I can name it in one. And then she wouldn't get it, and it wouldn't be fun. So then I would have to go, I can name it in a half a second. And I kid you not, I did this one in a half a second. And it, it was when this hit. I knew I, as soon as the half second was over, I heard that guitar riff. I said, stranglehold. That new she would get so mad. She got so mad. But I knew him. Oh. When you got when the levy breaks on Name That Tune the second and she was so pissed that was golden. Uh, I got Cashmere, too. Cashmere was my favorite one to get because she knew I didn't like Led Zeppelin, and I knew that one. Oh, it was so grand. Or Shipping Up to Boston was the other. Oh, I and, and, and that was the one game show, like the one trivia thing that we never cheated on, that I didn't at least cheat on. 
But yeah, when I got stranglehold in a quarter, it was a quarter of a second. That was one of my favorite days. I was like, I'm the greatest, that's why. But but th- that's what it seems like they're doing here with everything. You, you know, I mean, I, I, I love the fact that they think that they're going to make the safes plain by taking away a keychain pocket knife. I remember one was done in a quarter of a second. That was hilarious. That was stranglehold. I never heard MacGyver say, oh, sorry, I can't make a bomb and save us with this situation because I only have 2.2 ounces of mouthwash. Bombs call for at least two ounces. Nope, made it work with what he had. She was pissed because the neurons take so long in her brain to fire thanks to constant drinking and cackling depriving oxygen. Yeah, yeah, see, this is the whole thing. Like, like, ooh, we can't have three ounces of, of liquid on a plane anymore. Oh, we've saved the day. And, and what they'll do is they go, well, we haven't had a terrorist incident, have we, since we put that? No, 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 I, 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 no, you got us there. And I like, I, I love going to the, when you, we've all seen the sign, right? The things that are not allowed on airplanes. And you see, like, the drawing of a chainsaw. Who the fuck would take a chainsaw on a plane? Of course, you got the pictures of the guns. But you got, like, bats on there. And you've got golf clubs and chainsaws. Any sort of saw not allowed on a plane. Good idea. Idiots. You know, we just need to let. <laughs> no chainsaw. Well, fuck, that ruins my planned trip to Knoxville. You can check it in. You can put it under the plane. It can't be a carry-on. Yeah, it's just. It's so dumb. The world that we live in is so dumb right now. Now, speaking of that, Burger King, they decided to be really dumb. And this is in Thailand only right now. So before you watch your local news, because this will be a story on your local news, this will be the last story. Hey, in the circular file today, Burger King is upping their game in the Battle of the Burgers, which they aren't because this is only happening in Thailand right now. Home of what they like to refer to as ladyboys. There is a new sandwich at Burger King. It's called the Real Cheeseburger. It's a burger with 20 slices of cheese on it and no beef. I will go on to say that this is probably the best tasting burger that Burger King has ever put out. It has no meat and 20 slices of cheese. All it is is two sesame seed buns and 20 pieces of cheese. Uh, No, but but Stink Fist, it's not grilled. It's just 20 slices of cheese. It is a cheese sandwich. No pickles. It is bread and cheese. (laughs) 
One foodie wrote, I would eat the Thai Burger King cheeseburger. Well, of course you would because it's a cheese sandwich. That, that, that's all it is. You ain't got to shit for a fucking month. It's a cheese sandwich. It's the ultimate cheese sandwich. Exactly. It's a cheese sandwich. They need to bring back the where's the beef lady. Oh, that lady's dead. But yes. And then Wendy's could sue the shit out of them for stealing their idea. Where's the beef? No grill that fuck. Hey, I look here. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna share the picture with you. There there's no cooking that's involved with this. This is 20 slices of cheese. 20 slices of government cheese. Some psycho's gonna order it with extra cheese. You know what? No. I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go back on you here. Somebody's gonna order it with no cheese. Yeah, can I get the king cheeseburger with no cheese, please? Huh? It's king burger with no cheese. Yeah. I'm lactose intolerant. So what you're saying is you want to pay, does it say how much it's going for? It's going for $4.99 American at $2.50 in pounds. So that's about about $4.99 American. You're going to spend $5 on, on cheese slices. Why not? Why not? Here's an idea. Why not just go to the grocery store, buy a big old thing of craft, you get maybe 30 slices, you get a you, that's the extra cheese right there, probably for the same price and you got no bread, no carbs. Derek, I know. How the hell can they call it a king burger when there's no burger because they're idiots? Just say how many calories are in it. By the way, it's 20 slices of American cheese. Good God almighty. No, not telling how many calories are in it. Okay. That's just stupid. And you're like I said, you're going to see it on the news, but it's not coming here. It's in Thailand. <laughs> Fucking Taiwanese. I swear to God. Now you're, you, first of all, you, you show us these women dancing around, and they ain't women, and now you got damn burgers, and they ain't burgers. It's a burger without the dick. It's just like a ladyboy. This is the ladyboy of sandwiches. No, I've never been there, but I hear it's gorgeous. Thailand, gorgeous. Ah. <sighs> You know that spot right between your eyes where your nose meets and you can rub it and it gives you some pleasure, takes away the pain in your head? It's not working. It's, it, it just doesn't work. Um, a body modification addict. Stop. You're not addicted to this. You're, you're addicted to having people look at you, okay? But that's where this story just goes off the rails, claims that he is harassed in the streets after having both his nose and nipples removed in the name of body art. 
So, so in the name of body art, and he walks around without a shirt on. Like, how would I know that you, that, that you got your nipples taken off if you're just walking around without a shirt? And you cut your nose off so you could put some kind of hole there? 1,900 calories plus bun and whatever else. So about a 2,000-calorie meal there. Thank you, Stink Fist. Um, the serial body modifier explained that he embarked on his journey out of appreciation for tribal history, culture, and art. I think my body is a vessel for art, and I think changing how I'm seen part of the practice. Now, now look, I, I, I admit that I have lots and lots of tattoos, and they are art that I can take with me, but I ain't cutting off my fucking nose. You know why people look at you in public, dude? It's because you're a fucking donkey. You don't want people to look at you in public? Okay, don't cut your nose off. Don't walk around without a shirt on and you ain't got no nipples. Do you know why people look at you? Because you look weird, fucker. I am so tired of this world. When, 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 is, when is everybody going to put, take their big boy fucking juice and their big girl juice and realize when you do stupid shit to yourself, people will look at you? Do you know why I wear offensive t-shirts? Because I want people to look at me. I am the first one to admit I need, I crave the attention. I am an attention whore. Anybody who cuts off their nose is way more of an attention whore than me. And stop complaining that people are harassing you. How are they harassing you? By saying you look stupid with a cut-off nose? Well, I joined that crowd. You look dumb without a nose. Like the lady that poured Drano in her eyes. Jesus Christ, because she always thought that she should be blind. Talk about cutting off your nose despite your face. No shit. I mean, the, 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 this is the guy. Tell me you aren't going to fuck with a guy. In, but I, first of all, I'm going to give him a dirty look in public. And if the motherfucker is stupid enough to say something to me because he's walking around and he's got some clear thing and I can look in his eye, it, it, up his nose, I'm going to give him a weird look. And if he says something, then he brought it on himself. Dumb fucker. Cutting off your nose is anti-Semitic. I've been there. It's crazy. And you're not original. Michael Jackson did it years ago. No shit. Oh, Mage has been to Thailand. He says it's crazy. Oh, I can imagine. Oh, I don't want to go to Thailand anytime soon. No, no, no. I mean, seriously, man. The guy cuts his nose off. Jesus. I don't know why people are harassing me. You know, I, I don't know why people are shooting at my car. I just have the N-word written all over it saying, I hate N-words. I'm, you know, that's weird. That's so weird. Now we got another idiot we got to talk about to end the show with. Uh, we're just fucking, oh, this happened in India. Stackar, you might know this guy. Uh, he's 52. He's not been named. Maybe it's somebody your mama knows or maybe your mama's cousin knows. But a schizophrenic 52-year-old man in India was taken to the hospital 
Um, and surgeons somehow, well, they, they, they couldn't really do anything. The man who stopped taking his medication didn't turn up to the hospital until 16 hours after uh, he did what he did to himself. Medic said the man uh, from Poon, you know where Poon, India is? Is that in the north, south, east, or west? Uh, the man from Poon had no suicidal intentions. However, he attributed his actions to voices in his head that told him to do this. Otherwise, he would face dire consequences. Medics rushed the man into surgery to clean the wound. He was given general anesthesia to knock him out so surgeons could operate. After several days in the hospital, the man was discharged. Um, you're asking yourself, oh, Poon is located next to Tang. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, inward. Can't. <laughs> nope. No, uh-uh, uh-uh, nope, uh-uh, I ain't going to say it. Uh, been to Poon, it was not in India, beautiful this time of year. South India, thank you. I believe Poon is Comanche Indian, hashtag Fletch. Um, what did the man from Poon, India did? Well, the voices told him, hey, buddy, you got to cut your dick off. And not only that, when you cut your dick off, we want you to flush it down the toilet. So, he cut his dick off and then flushed it down the toilet. And then 16 hours later, went to the hospital. Doctors were able to operate on the stump, which they said is healing well. Uh, he is able to uh, tinkle. Uh, this is known as Klinger system syndrome. It's a rare form of physical self-harm that stems from psychological uh, anomalies. Uh, it presents not only as a surgical emergency, but only as a potential to worsen the patient's psychological distress and self-care challenges. Woof. Um, See, th this is this is bad. I mean, it, this fucks up the whole look. I mean, like like at least with, with when when you took Ken's clothes off, you know Ken was smooth down there. See this night, this guy's first of all, he's got a stump where it was, so he didn't cut off at the base, and he left the nuggets. So, so it, it's going to be a weird, I mean, that's just a, that, that, that's just a strange look. You kind of look like a turkey. You know, he's kind of got a little beak with the stump and then the, 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 the jowls that are dropping. Cut his dick off. I mean, and, and the, the, here's the thing. Like, I've, I've had my time where I cut myself. That's got to hurt, man. I mean, that, that's that got to hurt. Like, cutting your wrist, you're just going in, cutting, going north-south. Don't go east and west on the tracks, kids. Go north and south. That's the, the proper way to do it. But, man, oh, man. I mean, unless he's got one of them, you know, one of them really cool swords, 
like that dude had in the original Indiana Jones movie and Indy just shot him. If he's got one of them and it's real, real sharp, maybe you can hold it out and just go, Yachah! Otherwise, I think there's probably going to be a little bit of sawing involved. That's got to hurt, man. That's somebody who's got a lot of tolerance for pain. And I mean, and, 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 and the, the bloodletting from it, I mean, just Jesus. That's messy. You know when his roommates got home, they're like, what the fuck did you do now? What did you cut off? The bathroom's a mess. Shakarn. Shakarn, what, what did you do? Oh, Jesus, he cut his dick off. <laughs> he cut his dick off. Shakarn, where, where'd you put the dick? You flushed it. Oh, Christ. We got to take him to the hospital. No, see, here, this make me a bad roommate. Uh-uh. You ain't getting my car. You ain't getting in my rickshaw. They got them over there. I know they got them in China and stuff, and that's all part of Asia. You ain't getting in my rickshaw all bloody down there, you bloody stump. When did he start hating his cock so much? Give him some super glue. Uh, that, that, that would be the initial response on me. Is like, But see, I'd have to get one of them big old caulking guns because I don't want to get near it. Couldn't have been that big a dick to be flushed. Well, I don't know. I mean, I've I flushed some big logs. I'm just saying. My God. I mean, that that just. See, I want, I want to have this guy on the show. Stackar, if I get this guy on the show, you're going to have to translate for me, hopefully. But I, I want to know, like, like I, I know that he's probably institutionalized. We'll never get him on the show. I want to know, were, were the voices telling the, 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 the sounds of pain to shut up? Because I, I, you're just holding it. I mean, that's when you really hope for just one solid lop off. That's when you want to guillotine it. You don't want to spend time on that. That's bad. Those pain receptors are going through the roof, man. That does it for the show today. Sorry to end on a, a cutoff wiener story, but I, I, I don't know what to do to follow that. A razor and an iron, no problem. Well, I don't know if he did that. I, I, it doesn't say. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow is Friday. That's right. Friday is already here. Amazing. So we will be back. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow... Ass family. Adios, everybody.
to beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.